What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. Man, this episode is brought to you by ButcherBox. You can probably guess what ButcherBox is. It's a box from the butcher. ButcherBox is a meat delivery subscription that gives me time for what matters most, cooking and eating meat and not shopping for it. That's right. Every month they send a box of the highest quality meat for better prices than the grocery store, which gives you more time to spend cooking and sharing delicious meals with family and friends and less time at the store. See, every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to my house. All the meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones, and every single box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual meals. This month, I've got ribeyes, I've got rib tips, I've got filet mignons, I've got some ground beef, i got chicken, and i got some salmon. It's all, it's all going down this month. The end of January and February is going to be fire. And they have their own box uh, uh, set up if you want to choose one of theirs, or you can customize it however you want. I've got a special deal for you right now. Here you go. You get two pounds of salmon absolutely free, plus 20 bucks off your first box if you go to butcherbox.com slash tire, that's T-I-R-E, or use promo code tire at checkout. Butcherbox.com slash tire or code tire at checkout, and that will get you two pounds of salmon free, plus 20 bucks off your first box. These meats are delicious, folks. I've had them before, so this is not my first go-around. I know these things are tasty, and I'm going to start making these things on the daily, so watch my Instagram. ButcherBox.com slash tire. Delicious meats, folks. They come to you. (laughs) Also, how about Crown & Caliber? We've been with Crown & Caliber for almost three years now. And uh, really, guys, they are the best place to buy a secondhand luxury watch on the Internet, whether it's Rolex, Omega, Patek, AP. You pick your brand, Breitling, Cartier. uh, Crown & Caliber's got them, except Grand Seiko. They don't carry Grand Seiko. That's a separate deal. But if you are looking to buy a watch or let's say I've gotten a couple emails recently from folks that have been like, you know, I inherited a watch from my grandfather. I got a watch as a gift. It's not really for me. Maybe I want to sell it or trade it. Crown and Caliber will trade for your watch. They will also just straight up buy your watch. Or if you are interested in maybe a brand new Breitling and have an older watch, they've got a special deal going where you can trade in your old watch to Crown and Caliber for credit towards a brand new Breitling from their online store. It's a pretty cool setup. They have a, a bunch of watchmakers and technicians on staff to make sure that the watch you receive is the watch you expect to receive. Their photos on the website are legitimate. It's, it's not just legitimate. They're the actual uh, photos of the watch you're going to, to be receiving. And uh, they all watches come with a limited mechanical warranty so that if it shows up and it doesn't work the way it's supposed to, even if it's a vintage watch, they will handle that. If you go to crownandcaliber.com slash TST, that's crownandcaliber.com slash TST, you can enter to win a Rolex Submariner. The sub is a classy watch. You get once, you wear it for life. It's uh, it's great. Crownandcaliber.com slash TST. Enter to win that Rolex Submariner, and uh, they're the only place you want to go for a secondhand luxury watch on the internet. What up, Spike Ferriston? Hey. 
Who are you? Welcome. Oh, let me welcome to the program. Let me adjust your microphone, your camera. You have there cameras. Look at oh, that. Shit. I would have made myself up oh, and do shaved. Do me a favor, Spike. Will you close that curtain behind you? It looks fucking janky. I'm looking at a. Tr- I'm literally looking at a trash can back there, buddy. <laughs> a simulator back there. Yeah, there's an uh, uh, an off driving simulator and and a strangled a student can. nurse. Let's weirdly. go back to that shot. There he is, looking good. Hello, live audience. Thank you for joining us. Let's assume. That we exist. I believe we do. It says that the stream health is healthy. So let's just fucking go with it. Hi, everyone. Get in the super chat if you want to ask us some questions. I predict it's all all the, the show today from the super chat perspective is going to be, which Porsche should I buy? If that's going to be your question, wow. be fucking detailed about it, people. That's all I'm saying. Hi, Are there Spike. any other questions? That's no, that we're not. Question. We, we're not going to get to that yet. <laughs> just want to just want to tell the people hi. You should follow Spike Thurston on the Instagrams. Yes. Spike F E R E S T E N. And you should get his podcast, Spike's Car Radio, from Podcast One or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Guess what? What? Starting tomorrow, Spotify. Oh, really? We've just been added to Spotify. Nice. Are you? Do- I'm not supposed to announce it until tomorrow. When does this post? Other than the live show tomorrow. <laughs> so, no, no, by the time you I hear know it, it's today. Does. I know. Today. But I'm excited about that. <clears throat> I, I listen to Spotify all the time. You, I know you're on Spotify, right? That boosts yeah, the are. audience, right? It does. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, with, with the way it, you know, I'm sure you know the way it works. For those who don't know, and actually this came into play. Oh, my God. I had a little, I had a, I had an internet, a mild internet nightmare. Okay. The other day. Yeah. Zach mm-hmm. accidentally uploaded the wrong podcast audio file to shout engine which is our it's our yes. podcast one right okay. so so when you do a when you record a podcast you or whoever minion will upload it to a main server for you it's going to be probably on podcast one for us the main server is mm-hmm. shout engine slash the smoking tire right mm-hmm. all podcast audio for us originates from that one place so even though we're on spotify apple google music blah 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 we upload one file, just one right. little file. But the internet can fuck you because if you upload <laughs> the wrong file and hit publish, yes, it blasts that incorrect file far away. And even if you fix it very quickly, which Zach did, he replaced it with the right file within four minutes. Yeah. The wrong file has lingered for weeks in some people's. Wow sub players like google play music and spotify so you that's like the was cur- it was it porn what was the no I, no, no well, geez I, blew, I just blew it out there it's not porn it's just literally like i uploaded the this, wrong the same show twice instead oh, of same two show. shows in a row and yeah, yeah folks yeah. notice oh yeah. yeah not only do they of course they notice they let you notice yes <laughs> but it's free why do they care well, they're just trying to help. Yes. But it's all. It's like, they're, they're just trying to help. That's like, true. They do help. You know, like, it's like people who call 911 in a car crash. Everyone, you know, 75 people call 911. They all just want to help. They do. Uh, you know, they're, and there are all sorts of uh, audio issues, too. Like, one guy thinks the, sh- sound, the show's mixed perfectly. Another yeah. guy's like, I can't hear Matt when he's on. I can't yeah. hear. And I don't know what to do about it. Well. That. It makes me crazy, because I want everybody to be It's hard for you, especially because you have an engineer in another room sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Doing <laughs> the, the mix. No. There. I know. Well, it's worse just because of my psychology. I just want everybody to be happy. I'm trying to make shows for them to enjoy. I hear, like you, I'm sure, hear. You know, and, and we were talking about this. I was just driving up to Mammoth, and the way I got there and got back was Mark Marin. 
because oh, yeah. he got me there, mm-hmm. and it, you know I want that show to work. He did a great show with uh, DiCaprio. And oh, where Brad he talked Pitt. about the audio being all fucked up because he was and, panicking yeah. about getting way, it right. I did the same thing with Christian. B- I mean, it yeah. was so, so nice to hear all his problems yeah. because I had just gone through them, and I think we were the only two people who could probably relate to those Bro, issues. I can. T- I'm with you 100 percent on that and stress the, and the nervousness of just interviewing two star- and two guys instead of one is all difficult. However, the point I'm getting to is, you know, the sound was a little off, and and I felt bad for my listeners, you know, when mine's off. Because when Look, you go it remotely, it's, it's hard. That I, I've had I've had fails. I've had you know I've gone out on shoots with cars mm-hmm. and come back and the files are blank. Right. You know I've had fail. I've had I've had I've had batteries go that from eighty percent yes. to five percent to dead in a yes. matter of seconds. Right. Because you, know, you know when I write a script, if if for some reason I delete it, I usually can recall about seventy five percent. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, this you can't. And audio issues too. I've had audio issues all all the time. Yeah. And you know I'm in. A lot of times I'm shooting videos and I'm completely by myself. So if you're on a television show, there's a guy or a girl with fucking head. Oh, Jesus. Headphones on. I just blew my own ears out doing that. Making sure it's okay. And if it fucks up, they go, oh, take that line again. There was a pop. Yeah. I'm driving a race car with a helmet on and a Hans device, and I'm trying to keep this thing on the track and look like I'm going fast and actually go fast while glancing to the right to see if the little sound thinks, is that thing blinking orange? Like, fuck the stress. But I can understand with yeah. a, when you're interviewing a celebrity that you're never going to get this opportunity again. Well, Mark Maron was ta- it's not that. That I've done before many times. What was the high degree of difficulty is two celebrities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two celebrities I had never interviewed before. Right. And he was doing DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, which I imagine is its own special nightmare. Oh, my God, it's so, stre- nightmare. so it stressful. Is, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. I don't have a producer, segment producer, who when I hosted a late night show, go, here are All your right, five here's questions. what's going to happen. You're going to interview... Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but, easy. By the way, but you have to also take Brad Pitt at the same time. That's and, actually kind of a nightmare, right? Well, you you know you and I have done interviews together. Remember when we did Car of the Year? And you yeah. just it's just until you get a rhythm that takes years to kind of get. You you either shut up and just let Matt talk, or or I, I, you shut up and I just talk. We're trying. To, we're jumping all over each other. It's it's tricky, and 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 that's what I mean. It's hard to kind of dig yeah. into that. And and also be staring across the and table the at way, two super famous people yeah, and not start flipping out. And by the way, now you're also being the audio engineer at the same time. And and while I'm right, doing this right. show, sitting over here, I'm the video producer. Like I'm live switching yes. video. Like thank God it's you. Yes. You know what I mean? When yeah. I have to do this job by myself with a stranger, and I get yelled at a lot for the what I call active talking, which is like you know kind of. Thing, that's all right, but, but you know, it's your show. That's that's what I you see, tell the, me. Here's a problem I have: I don't wear the headphones. I don't yeah. like listening to the headphones yet. You're good enough on. You don't need to. I wear them. But I mean, when I'm hosting the show, I should. No, it's not I'm about on, that. I'm on uh, location. That's probably true. Yes, that's probably true. <laughs> Based on the Marin <laughs> mic buzzing, it's probably true. Right, because his yeah. he was like these these sure mics just go out. Well, so a couple things of that. So going back to the the talking about uh you know the first person who calls nine one one is helpful, and the seventy four people after yeah. that are just yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So we have 
like real audio files who listen to our show, right? So, and some of them listen on very nice equipment, right. much nicer equipment than we're actually recording it on. <laughs> and so I, I try to listen that. to them, and some of them are really nice about it. Mm-hmm. And we do learn, and we learn something. So for the, for the one person out there that complained about our bit rate, I asked Zach about it, and as it turns out, he was exporting files at a lower bit rate than I was exporting files, and we have agreed to increase the bit rate. So for everyone out, a couple people out there were complaining about this, we've increased it. Is this I like also, Bitcoin? It's, I think it's I understand just a richer, Bitcoin it's, more it's than more I do what you data. just said. You're getting more, it's a more, more data. data. Yeah. Wow. You're getting, you're going to get notice that, huh? twice as much actual data, That's so impressive. it will be a higher quality sound. It say? makes the files bigger yeah. is the inconvenience, but right. it's worth it. Yeah. And he was sco- right. That I person was right. I went to school for music production and engineering. I couldn't tell you any of that. But where, did you go to music production and, and analog? Were you doing it with like tape? What were you doing it well, with? Well, we had some digital stuff. We had digital reverbs just invented. <laughs> no, <laughs> what year yeah, we, there was what tape. year are we talking about? This is Berkeley College of Music. This is uh, the early 80s. So you were doing, you, we were, were you cutting, cutting tape? tape? Yeah, we were cutting tape. Man. For sure. Cutting tape to me seems one of those it's things I'm, I'm really glad I never had. How does, does it really stay together when it you does. put it back together? It weirdly does. Why, <laughs> Why does it stay? And mixing down to the tape, it does. I, it just it works. But as you're cutting it, you're going, what the fuck? I Did hope. you ever cut tape with film, with video too or just audio? Just audio. Just audio. The video shit seems crazy. Yeah. Though in television on in, in Letterman, one memorable night, I hadn't finished editing the Friday remote while Dave was upstairs in the Ed Sullivan Theater recording the show. Oh, no. And I had to run the video. I had to run the tape, the three-quarter inch tape, to the satellite booth so they could beam it and cut it into the show live. Oh, wow. So, well, yeah, the show wasn't taping. The show was airing. Wherever wherever it airs first, I guess here in New York, and we had to run up, and then they sat there, and they went, now, and they played the tape, <laughs> wow. and they cut in live, and then they cut back. That was is, fun. That's crazy. Television was nuts. It was very analog. And you, you, when then. you say I ran, you physically ran, ran a roll no, no, of I, film. Yeah, no, I was editing, going, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. They're like, get that fucking tape upstairs. And then you're running up the stairs to the next booth. It's so crazy. It live was fun. TV is so wild. And on Saturday Night Live, I used to. Uh, I used to handle photos for weekend updates. So I remember I used to, you know, have to, they didn't have the internet. You couldn't pick stuff off the internet. We yeah. had paint box. They're like, find me a picture of Snoopy with a football, <laughs> but he's got to be frowning. And you're like, what? For the <laughs> and then where do I even start You're running into this. New York City, and occasionally I would go into the public library and just tear pages out of books and That's jam them in. That's crazy. It was fun, you know. <laughs> But you know, you learn how to go after, get after it. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I, when you go into a TV studio, uh, it's all fairly calm and streamlined, and things just kind of get sent around with a couple clicks There's of a button. Some, frequently, there aren't guys behind the cameras. They're robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full robot cams. Full robots. Yeah, the yeah. robot crane cams mm-hmm. are the jam. I mm-hmm. like that. Letterman was a robot for two years. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? He. They, they got rid of Dave and just... <laughs> oh, you don't mean the cameraman. No, his insides, they made a Dave robot. Dave. His, uh, his, his, uh, <laughs> I need, his needs no introduction show is where he went on his robot face. Um, sure, Spike. Thanks for that joke. I noticed you've been uh, driving that 992 uh, Carrera yeah. S Plan Z-Mobile around quite I a have. bit. Yeah, I think it's pretty rad, isn't it? 
It's wonderful, but it's, I think what I'm enjoying it, about it, um, and I, I, I there also it is pictures on your Instagram, S. Ferriston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll talk about Speedster in a second, but Adventuring I just green because uh, more relatable. Carrera S, the volume model, right? In theory, should not yes. be as good as all these GT cars that you drive, but I think this is like the best gasoline-powered daily driver you can have. Yeah, pretty and, much. And I'm doing that right now. It. Uh, you know, but I'm noticing things like I having a Porsche that I can put my kids in the back and take my wife out, and it's not scary and noisy for everybody. It's great. It's yeah. a, it's just a wonderful car. It's super fast, super capable. I like all the electronics. What I really love is the wireless CarPlay more than anything. Oh yeah, that's in, like my favorite my favorite new thing. And it works. Yeah, I throw the, the phone on the seat, and everything's working. It's great. Yeah. However. You, you still, there, this is an interesting problem with Apple CarPlay, you may have noticed, is the toggle back and forth from the car's tech to the phone. Mm. So when you want the auto shutoff turned off, right? You jump in the car, it automatically goes to CarPlay, and then you're driving, you come to a light, and the engine turns off. You can either put it on Sport or Sport Plus right. to bypass that, but you really don't want to do that. You just want to hit that little button. You can't get to that oh, button. Oh, is there not a manual button anymore? You have to, it's go, only to, the, you have to the... go to the car ma menu. Oh, okay. You have to exit the CarPlay menu to but do wait, it. And, yeah. and, so, and I have not figured this out yet. So is the remote for the garage. I've I've given uh, I gave myself forty five minutes one day to try to figure out how to get my garage. It used to just be the little button, right? It's not up there the anymore. No, it's part of it's integrated into that system. What about? So you have to jump menus around to get into it. It's, I know it's uh, you're not going to like this recommendation. I, I got what my about, regular one. And I just put it on the visor. What, what about voice control? Can you say, "Hey Porsche, open my garage." I don't think it can do that because I think it doesn't it can. know the code just yet. Do you think it can? Yeah, because I think when How's I was doing my review, here's why I know this, because when I was doing my review, okay. I kept saying something that sounded kind of like, <laughs> hey, Porsche. Right. And Siri hey, kept, Porsche. and I'm on the tail of the dragon, yeah. literally, and like Siri kept coming on going, dang, dang, what can I do? And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't say Siri. <laughs> but someone in the comments was like, hey, it, Porsche has this thing where if you say, hey, Porsche, it's a Siri-like function. Really? Yeah. So you might be mm. able to, you know, that might not be what you want to hear, but that might be the way to do it. Oh, wait. Hey, hey Portia, can you have some phone sex with a Siri? <laughs> can I listen in on that? It's like an SNL bit. Yeah, no. Have you seen that new Porsche Super Bowl commercial? Uh, I haven't yet. We were about to watch it, but then we decided to go live instead. It's great. I can't it's play it. So but good. Why what's can't the? You play it? Is this it on your Instagram? Yeah, I put it up there. Oh, I can play it from your Instagram. I just can't play it on YouTube. Fuck this. Let's just play it from your Instagram. You'll get it right away. But I thought uh, it was a lot of fun, and there are a couple little Easter eggs in there. Let's hope I don't get D. Pay attention to zero. Pay attention. Do we have to sound? There should be. Yeah, there probably is. Or not. Pay attention. Maybe it's for the best. Pay attention to 43 seconds. Oh, 43 seconds. All right, I'm just doing it without sound. Fuck it. All right, I we're in the, the Porsche sound. Museum. No, 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 it starts quiet. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's the Taycan. It's electric. It doesn't make noise. Oh, I don't hear anything, though. All I right, there's something. a Taycan uh, l exiting the Porsche Museum in Germany. Some um, unusually attractive German security guards in the are museum, right? in the museum, yeah. And the Taycan Turbo S just gets in the elevator. Security guard realizes something's going on, and it's just decided like I'm just gonna have a, I'm just gonna have a go out. And Let me move this window. They take 
all of the cars from the museum and chase the thief. What? And, the and they start mobbing in these other cars? Yes, and does dude. someone take and the tractor? tractor? Yes. Look Some- at 43. Oh, at 43. GT3. Did you see it? Oh, this is the coolest. That I'm was- trying to move this around so we don't get like frauded. <laughs> like, so Porsche doesn't like fraud us right oh, now. They're going to be happy. Oh, and they're these guys are all just start mobbing out of the Porsche museum in these GT cars. Yeah, this is extremely it's ill. Cool. I, I, <laughs> I like the. They <laughs> threw in the burka. They threw in a, a a person driving. Is she wearing a burka? Yeah. Is this a Saudi driving look, thing? Look at this beat right here. You won't I get better this chicken here this? when they go by the police very slowly. On the day I got a speeding ticket, it made me feel better. And they're Especially all just cruising. when she ducks down in the GT2 RS, which I was yeah. in when I got mine. And then there's oh, they're all race cars just cruising on by over these bridge into the hills and the sunset. That uh, that cool, black right? gentleman certainly seemed like he was having a good time. As does oh, is Burka woman driving the Taycan? No, that's the thief. Oh, okay. There's Burka woman. I'm not really sure what she's driving, <laughs> but this is great. Well, it's woman Look, in a Burka. Tractor beat, little levity, dropped in. The tractor beat is good. Mob nine nine two. There's all. This is great. They're, now they're all just they've scattered across the, the German countryside. It seems. This is excellent. It's good, right? Yeah, they I want to watch this job. with sound when I get home. I really hope I don't get like sued for playing this. And it's editorial, right? Aren't we doing? Aren't we? We're this commenting is why on they it. Put it on YouTube. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you can't. You, you know, you're not allowed to say Super Bowl though. You're supposed oh, to I can't. say this the is big the big game. game. The it's big the commercial game. for the big game. Oh, they blo- the cars have all blocked the dam. I really like that they included the 917. That's very fun. And the new GT3 is in the commercial. I up like on it. the left at 43 seconds. Oh, they snuck it you in at 43? All right, yeah, hang on, Easter hang on. Let's find city. out. All right, we're going to pause at 43 seconds, and we'll go see it. 43. There it is. Oh, look see at that. Okay. In the corner. Top right. Yeah. Top right is this. There's a new GT3. There it is. It's blue. Is that blue? It a looks like it. Possible Miami it blue or blue like gray. It. Yeah. How about that? Go go Porsche Super Bowl commercial. All right, do you think they're gonna, they're not going to play... A two minute and twenty eight second commercial in the Super Bowl, are they? They're too cheap to do that. They will not do that. That's right? got to be what, like seven million for two twenty eight in the Super Bowl? In, yeah. in, the, in the big game, excuse me. They're not going to do that. <laughs> in the big they're gonna, game, they're going to do. Uh, they're going to do a minute, right, or thirty seconds. You can right. cut that down, make it fast. Right? Yeah, isn't that the idea? But they Man. Up way ahead of time to get some play. Obviously, they want us talking about it. And we are. And I'm you excited, like it, right? Not yeah, bad. and I just read a story which I tweeted earlier today that. Uh, a, I think it was, I don't know if it was Inside EVs, let me check my Twitter, one of the outlets, and I'll find the tweet and I'll tell you who it is in a second, one of the outlets uh, went on a a, a press uh, junket type event, like I went on with 992, um, and, oh here it is, Inside EVs uh, went on a 436 mile drive with the Taycan Turbo, and they found that it went... 20% better than the EPA's range without really? even trying. Really? Which Zach, uh, Zach, our Zach, Zach Clapman, yeah. who was out with JF, he can't really talk about it, but he ain't here. And I can talk about the thing that he did while sure. he's not around. Yeah, yeah. It's not embargoed or anything, but he was 
working for Porsche as a cameraman and producer. Just not editorially, no opinions, mm -hmm. just filming the fucking B-roll for the car. And when the 201-mile EPA range came out, he was like, bro, that's horseshit. We drove right. those things way further than that yeah. filming the B-roll. Right. He's like, I don't know how this test works, but there's zero chance that in normal use, you're not going substantially further than that. you saying the government doesn't have their shit together? No, I'm just saying that there's <laughs> that the test is, the, you know, the test no, is I not indicative. It. So anyway. They were saying they wanted to, I read some, you know, comparison. Jalopnik wrote a great piece about Porsche went for a safe battery as opposed to Tesla's beta test. Yeah, I think willing that's, to make mistakes, right? You know, there's it, something it, like it's that. It's a reliability thing that they went for, so they played it a little safe. And also, Porsche has a habit of under-promising and over-delivering, I think. They Every the car time. they sell right. will accelerate faster than they tell right. you it will. Like that 992. <laughs> All that of it. thing is fast. <laughs> yeah. It's really fast. And so, um, range is a weird thing. A lot of people are harped up on the range. To me... 200 miles, if it goes, is about f fine for me for daily use. It's more about, to me, it's more about charge speed than it is range and availability of charge. Here's what I think it's about, is that commercial we just played, mm. which is cool. It is cool. The Taycan is cool. Yes, it is. Tesla's not cool. Tesla's nerdy. Oh, it's that's... Got, it's got a pen holder. Teslas here, are definitely cool. it's got a little uh, belt bag there. I think you are mis... Oh no no! It's uh, not appropriating cool. the audience. It's that's the cool Tesla for us. Is techie and it's it's a nerd. I think a lot of people want their car to be their phone, dude. I think a lot of people want cool. A lot of Porsche buyers. A lot of Porsche buyers too. Don't yeah. I don't I think they're gonna sell a shitload of Taycans. I don't I'm not concerned and about Audis, that in the least. Etron GT. I looks those great those too. Those deals are yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Those are you know. If you ask me, I want an EV. Have you driven this yet? You drove yeah, it, right? Yeah 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 yeah. I have a video. It's it's so. I mean, oh, it's bad You shit. have a choice between a Tesla and this. What are you? Oh, picking? it's an easy choice for right? me. It's an easy choice what for is me. It? Oh, the Porsche, obviously. Yes, me I, too. I am. I'm extremely it's a interested. Choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, majority... I care more about quality than I do about uh, memes. But don't you agree that they've engineered the Porsche feel into an yes. electric car? Yes, I do. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's what was missing for the Tesla for me, which to me was it was antiseptic. It was kind of bland. It's like my dentist, who I love. I think that the yeah. Teslas are fun to drive in their own way, but I don't crave them. I am, I think, experienced enough. I think, I think, too many people attribute mm -hmm. all good things about all EVs to Tesla. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I had a Volt, right? A Chevy Volt, which was like, I leased for like fucking 275 a month or something. Mm -hmm. That car was 80% of the driving experience of a Tesla. Because that EV power band is so smooth and so right. refined and there's no shifting, there's no vibrations. And, and so I don't give, I give Tesla the credit that it deserves, but not more than it deserves. Right. <clears throat> And Whatever. I think Porsche. Not, are they making the, the Volt anymore? Is that they discontinued going? it? They did. Yeah, no, they discontinued, it, which I think is very sad. Remember and if, when my friend had that problem with her car? <laughs> didn't your friend have one that caught on fire or something? What happened to it? I something happened with the with their Volt that was bad. <laughs> it wouldn't stop. I think it was. Something, it wouldn't turn off or something it like that. Turn off. Yeah, it wouldn't stop. It, yeah, it was weird. It was a really bad problem. Oh no, no, that's what it did. It stopped in the middle of running on the highway repeatedly. Oh, it just shut off. It just shut off. Yeah, I've had that happen once in a Dodge press car where you're driving it just turns off it's really horrible 
happened yeah. in my Lambo yeah. once, but it was like literally like a fuse came off or a, yeah. a, a solder well, or something. That's an old car. That yeah, happens yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. No, in, <laughs> in the new yeah, cars. standard procedure. And in electric, you're not even sure it's off because you, and then it just starts slowing down. Yeah, you no, that would be scary as hell. Big trouble. Big mm-hmm. trouble. But I'm I'm personally very excited for the Taycan 4S, the more like right. regular one yeah. actually, because I don't I'm not in the price bracket for this by a long it's shot. Hugely expensive. It's crazy expensive. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it, I mean, holy hell! I mean, it's a it's a fucking dragster, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It I mean, my it's wife bananas. She so, lost her mind. Yeah, and especially when it. you dissociate the noise and you know you, there's nothing else, right? Well. You know, uh, I mean, on the when other end of the spectrum, like we just had with smoky air, and right. you know, your eyes are itching. You know, but look at this on the other end of the spectrum. I've been driving this, which is a silver, badgeless, fucking stock wheels Jeep Grand Cherokee mm-hmm. that has a thousand horsepower. Wait, is this from Hennessy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what does I, he call this thing? It doesn't. It actually doesn't have like a death have nickname. A no, it doesn't no, have like a the death Raven nickname. Or something? No, it's not called the Diximus. <laughs> the Cherokee. Yeah. Um, um, so you? Do, I thought you had the Gladiator. No, that's coming. That's, that's coming. Th- right. Which is the Gladiator with a thousand horsepower? Yes. Which I assure you, the Maximus. Fucking nobody needs. <laughs> I need it. I want it. Let me tell I you desire this. It. This, this is insane. The track. Right? This is a track hawk, okay. right? The track hawk, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a track. So seven hundred horsepower from the mm-hmm. factory beefed up shit right really heavy duty gearbox <laughs> heavy duty axles that, that's in the factory right for the track hawk um the track hawk is zero to 60 motor trend measured it in three three with like an 11 five or something quarter mile wow. this is at 5450 pounds okay mm-hmm. that's stock the hennessy <laughs> one stock plus 30k gets you this package okay it's a bigger supercharger it's exhaust it's it's just a bunch of little things it's not anything enormous not anything huge and it does zero to 60 in (laughs) 2.6 seconds and it does the quarter mile in 10 fucking two oh my god and when you (laughs) there is no more i don't think i've ever driven a vehicle that is more obnoxiously loud than this downstairs no i left it at home i rode the scooter here because i had to deal with traffic but um i'm going to the but it's great on gas mileage right? my average (laughs) i've had it for two days all i've done is drive it around the city i drove to hollywood last night that's it i haven't left eight times i am averaging seven (laughs) seven but listen vintage ferrari but let me tell you something though Uh uh-huh seven yes I am we, in a second. We can talk about how I'm morally conflicted about the <laughs> sheer existence of this fucking thing, which I am. I am as a as I like a literal. I'm, with it. I'm conflicted about it mm. a little bit. At the conspicuous well, consumption. Well, not everybody's going to be driving this. Of course right? not. Niche vehicle. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I agree with you there. What Oops, happened? I, I just knocked something off the table. Don't worry about it. But it's <laughs> not only is it obnoxiously loud. It has blower whine like a fucking gasser, like a. <laughs> Like a screeching harpy blower wine. And when you start it, every car alarm in Whole Foods goes off. It's, it's you can't you can't help it. But then you stop and think and go, a thousand fucking horsepower. Yeah. And then and then everything works. It's a normal ass Jeep. Like 
It doesn't ride like shit. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got CarPlay. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's got the auto, regular ass regular automatic gearbox. Like Amazing, huh? it's a normal. It's a totally normal. Like twenty years ago, imagine someone told you you could buy a Jeep with a thousand horsepower, and there would be absolutely nothing abnormal about handing your wife the key fob and saying, "Just put it in D. You're, <laughs> it's fine." And then when you hit the when you hit the gas pedal. The sound that comes out of this thing—it's—I've never heard anything so loud on the street. It's—it's it's fucking crazy. I got—I'm doing a video of it tomorrow. It's—it's it's really, really. I would want a big LED light on the front of it. <laughs> a big light point. bar. Yeah, just a light bar. That's it. That's the only thing I would add. Hennessy's great, isn't he? I just saw him up in Arizona for the auctions, mm. and he comes over, and you know, he's shaking hands and doing his thing. But you're right. When you drive these cars, they are—they're insane, but they're drivable in the city, which yeah. is the most impressive. Which is crazy. Thing, right? It's t- a totally civil thousand right. horsepower. Aside from the sound. Right. Um. How is he doing that? I think what helps. I mean, first He's off, the fact that of them, the right? fact that cars are coming from the factory with 700 horsepower right. helps, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that they're coming um, with forced induction, mm-hmm. right? Because now they're coming with beefed up internals and lowered compression. They're optimized for furthering that forced induction, as opposed to taking an NA motor, putting a supercharger on it, right. and now you're running a higher compression but with boost, and your risks are more. So these. Hellcat engines are really capable of like 1200 horsepower. It's just a matter of how big the blower is that you put on it. So if you tried to take the stock blower and overclock it, it you can only go so far. But replacing that blower with a bigger displacement blower, it doesn't have to work so hard to move as more air. And because you've got it's a Jeep, you've got this massive frontal area. So big radiators, big coolers, tons of air coming in. It's not like boosting up a mid-engine car mm-hmm. where you've got these little slits on the side that have to do all the cooling. These huge front area cars like Camaros and shit and Challengers and and the, you can get so much air in there that you can run a lot of power and keep it keep it cool, you know. Plus, you know, you pull up next to this guy in your Prius and you're going to think I can beat him. That I mean it's a, <laughs> right, that's you look a at sleeper. it you're like that's not yeah. a fast car. Yeah, as right? long as it's not running. And it's if gonna, it's running, <laughs> it's going to drop everything. <laughs> if it's running, you know something's Boy, going it's on. It's so much fun. It's hilarious. What about uh, how does the warranty work? Like when I deliver that new car to Hennessy. The sheet on it says notice. a year 12,000. Okay. 1 year 12,000 miles. Right. So on he's the build. got his own deal. He does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You know, and so and people that. You know, people say what they say about John, and and not all of it is untrue. Some of it is true. Some of it is untrue. But the fact is this: from my perspective, what I like about Hennessy as a company, they deliver like four hundred cars a year. Wow! So that whole shit about them taking parts off of people's cars and stuff—you're not sending him a car anymore. There are no people's cars. The only cars that show up at Hennessy's shop come on semi trucks direct from manufacturers and dealers you only new cars right right so and what i like is as an evaluator it's hard for me to evaluate a tuner car because there's so many different things you can do. when i evaluate a hennessy car that's the package right the thing i'm driving is the thing that you get if you write the check mm-hmm. it's not this one-off crazy thing and how do i even evaluate it so right, right. that's what's cool it's it's almost like a production car in that here's the demo go do whatever you want have fun. Here's the sheet. This is what you have, and this is what they get. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And they work. They tend and to work. Fun. They tend to work. 
Boy, you could have some good times in this one. Morally. Huh? <laughs> Morally. <laughs> to well, go you know, it reminds to take me a 5,400-pound Remember vehicle. when Newman and Letterman, and they were building yeah. those. I think Pete Brock was building them, those the Volvo estate cars with 900 horsepower. <laughs> they, didn't, they, they were great, but they didn't quite work, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, this, now this tends to work. Now you've got something that'll actually do it, and nobody knows what you have. <laughs> you can have some fun in that. These tend to work pretty good. It's very, <laughs> it's very, very silly. Though. And the blower wine is so obnoxious. <laughs> That's it's great. So fucked up. Wow. Uh, I drove it to to a, a post Grammy party last night. Yeah, I saw you were there. How, yeah. does, how does Matt Farah get to the Sony party? In, By the way, I'm working with Sony right now. Are you? Now. It's yeah, literally Hannah's cousin was the mm-hmm. party planner. It, my Hannah's cousin That's is like a, a pretty heavy hitter party planner. Uh, like did uh, uh, Serena Williams' wedding. What's her name? Um, my cousin. My no. cousin. Yeah. Shira. Yeah. Shira She's the Citron. Party planner? Yeah. Yeah. Planner. She rules. Yeah. And so she planned the party, and wow. so we got to go. So and, who was um, there? In terms of the celebs, was Feggy, Fetty Wap there? No, was um, Jimmy Jimmy Smiths there? <laughs> was, oh, Jimmy Smiths know. the actor? I have no idea. Uh, who was Machine Gun was, Kelly was there? Okay, uh, BTS was there. Okay, the the sure. K- Korean pop band. Yep, uh, Diplo was there. Oh, I like him. Uh, Rashida Jones that we saw. Oh, yeah. I said hi to Phil Collins. I saw that. Uh, hey, not weird, Phil Collins. Weirdly, Howard Stern was talking about Phil Collins. Uh, not, not Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Oh, Phil Collins. Oh, do you Phil know the Collins. difference? I don't. No. Phil Collins, drummer no, for Genesis. Obviously, Phil Collins, C O L L E N, is the guitar player from Def Leppard. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I was I think like Howard got the better meat. <laughs> I would have liked to have met Phil Collins as well, but I didn't. I got to meet the guitar player from Def Leppard, and uh, my wife fun, got Did to they... meet Haim. Haim Haim, the, yeah, yeah. the three girls, yeah, she, yeah, they were very great. excited by sure. that. Uh, and my cousin Citron, uh, Shira Citron, did an amazing job planning the party. It was awesome. Wow. Uh, but I, but I got to. I what drove this. What happens at this party though? You, is there band playing? Is there a DJ? It playing? was a DJ. There... there was pretty good food, and there was a fully open bar. It was really was it. nice. Did yeah, it was anybody great. Win Grammys. I. Did you see any Grammys? Yeah, no. Um, uh, and Lil Nas X was there too, mm-hmm. and they won. They won Grammys for things. Wow. Uh, what is yeah. this controversy with the Grammys going on with uh, is this woman who was fired for the? the I don't know. I, I missed this. I what is it? Figure it out. She was she was running. She was on the Grammy committee, or she was running the the organization that does it, and then she was fired for some sort of inappropriate contact. Oh. But it was a woman. Oh, I don't know. She's a woman. I don't know. I missed this one. Hostile work environment, something, but it didn't add up. And then she was on Huffington Post saying, "This is just because it's a male controlled." I, I thought you might clear. This oh, up I don't for know. Me. I've I've confused. kind of been away from the. Uh, I got to admit, the the Kobe thing took me away from other news. Shocking, right? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, isn't it? Neither of us are basketball fans. No, and but if it's I such was, an I'm LA. A, I'm a Celtics fan. Yeah, and Kobe. In his helicopter is such an L.A. thing. It was such a thing that I he would take his... It. Oh, you didn't know about no. that? That he would fly around in a helicopter? I had, well, I understand why he would do it. <laughs> I do, too. The traffic. But yeah. I, I was writing that day, and I came down to my kitchen, and, I, and I'm watching... I was just catching up with impeachment or whatever was going on there. Phone ringing, dude. It's Johnny Stevens. Ooh, my tell him he's got to wait. He's in New York with Hansi. Um, and... Suddenly they said, oh, yeah, there was this helicopter crash, which I had been following because of traffic, because we like to go have coffee at Bill's, and if I'm going to take a break from writing, I'm gonna, I want to yeah. make sure there's no, I'm like, helicopter crash, that's weird, but there were no fatalities mentioned anything else, but it came up on CNN, and I thought, wow, how interesting that they're covering this local crash, yeah. we don't know what it is, and then the woman, 
you know, was handed a paper and she said, Kobe Bryant's dead. He was on the helicopter. And I got this crazy chill. Yeah. Right? That happens. And I went, what? You know, I, I don't know him. I, I'm not a Laker fan, but it, it freaked me out. Yeah. And then the news just got worse about his daughter. And, you know, you could just. And her friend and the her, and her friend's parents oh, and the coaches. Oh, it's it like. It just continues to get They kept getting more and, and more worse. people on the helicopter. Right, right. And I think they stopped at nine, right? Nine is where it stopped? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and, and it, it, I, you know. I don't know. There's not much you can say other than no, incredibly it's like sad and super tragic sad. and you know, interesting that it affected so many. Yeah, right? and I don't know. I, I obviously today is like the day or whatever after, so they haven't announced. By the time you guys hear this, they haven't announced what it, what the cause of the crash yeah, they're was. They're talking about it. Already. It's <clears throat> fog. It was. I mean, we. I went to the. Um, there, it's all over the place that it was fog. Well, and, I was at the Peterson Cruise in yesterday right, for that. American Cars, and I a bunch of the guys there was like Shelby Club, and they were like, "Yeah, man, we were just up in the canyons this morning, and like a bunch of us almost crashed because the fog was so bad and nobody yeah, could it was see anything." That day. It was. Yeah. And um, they got lost up in the fog, and you you know what it's like. Have you ever been in a small aircraft in the fog? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so disorienting. It's the scariest thing. To spin, and they were traveling fast. So I, I'm reading all of this, by the way, TMZ, so take it with a grain of salt, but flying at 180 knots, too low, and hit the side of the mountain. That's right? crazy. That's a couple hundred miles an hour almost. That's crazy. Yeah. Helicopters are scary. I mean, they're so awesome. So fun. They're so awesome, <laughs> but then they're so scary. Like Yeah. And I know this is what this, people tell me about my scooter all the time too. I'm like, I'm like, they're like, you shouldn't do that. It's so dangerous. I'm like, it's a calculated risk. My time is actually worth me the risk of me doing oh, this. I didn't think you were going to say that. And my, Your oh, you thought, really you thought I would say it. my fun level. I actually thought about you on that scooter after this Kobe thing, and I thought maybe you should dial it back. <laughs> that I shouldn't ride a, my scooter. Well, it's insane out here. You know what it's like. I mean, just coming here yeah. today, and I'm in a big car. I'm almost dying because everybody's got their nose in a phone. I know, but you know who you doesn't know? have their nose in a phone? Me on my scooter. I'm no, looking I, I way up yeah. there, no, and I see true. those people on their phones. And you know what the good news is about people on their phones? It's not like New York where they like last minute no blinker aggro lane change. People on their phones tend to continue in the direction that they just are going. And if you can just get by them before they look up, it's okay. If my co-host were here, uh, Mr. Zuckerman, who sends his love, he would tell you some stories. And I know a couple of them. I mean, actually, yeah. people on their phones changing lanes without looking, and they go, well, "I didn't want to look. I didn't want to." <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, crazy yes. shit, yeah, dude. it's a fucking wild world out there, bro. I <laughs> it don't is. Know. But I, I hear you. Know. Look, I ride a motorcycle. I ride a taco mini bike. I ride a my Sondor's electric bike, and I ride like you, very defensively. And mm-hmm. I'm always anticipating, and I'm good at it. I've been riding since I was 12. I haven't crashed yet. I'm good. But I do limit my time on that damn thing. Right? Well, see, there's see now that is that's the risk. That's, that's interesting. How I risk. It's interesting that you put it that way. What if you are less likely <clears throat> to have an incident, right? The more you ride, because your skills no. are sharper. You disagree? No. no, you're more exposure. Leno had that great tip that I always tell everyone, which is don't ever get on your bike, your motorcycle, or your electric bike when you're late. <laughs> no, that's, that's solid, right? That is a that's one I drive like a maniac. It's good, right? Oh, that's a good that's a tip. Good tip, Scuzz. I hate that he's fucking right, Leno. Now here, Scuzz, <laughs> who I grew up with in West Bridgewater, Massachusetts, we used to race motocross, and he taught me to ride a motorcycle when I was twelve. And his tip 
which is another great one. He said, you will die in an intersection. So turn on your ears and eyes yeah. every single intersection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I always been an I do the left right every single yeah, intersection. And a little slowdown. It does help. Yeah. It does and I, work. And the other thing I refuse to do on on a motorcycle is get any kind of um Bluetooth or headsets or anything in my helmet. I don't listen to shit. I won't oh, take yeah. a call. No, no. no I way. rarely drink anymore when I ride. <laughs> <laughs> I've really cut it back. Beer and wine only. I used to do, I had my Ninja ZX600 in Boston, which I rode for three years of college when I was there, in the winter, in the yeah. snow, and Zambuca, the whole deal. But, you know, I'm invincible. For some would, reason, it's like, if you're on in Bermuda on a moped, it's okay to be totally blackout drunk. But You know, you're good on a scooter, but you know when you see that scooter rider who's doing it for the style? You'll see the girl with oh, the like the vest, the, the Vespa with flair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. But she's got the outfit and the purse, and she thinks she's in a cigarette ad, <laughs> and she has no idea how dangerous what she's doing oh is. She's, you know, that's. I like favorite. when I see. I'm on a scooter. It's different. It's not a motorcycle. It's a scooter. That's, okay. That's I'm gonna be totally fine. I'm gonna totally fine. It's different. I, I saw a guy die right at the end of my street last year. It was not. I good. mean, look, what's his name? Pininfarina. Uh, was it Andrea Pininfarina? Yeah. Died on a died on a Vespa. It it, it look it can happen. You know what I, I mean? Like? It can happen. I don't know what to tell you, but I I like being Vespas are great. on two wheels in this city. Yes, and I think having now done, um, I've done about two hundred miles on my new one. Wow. That I think having the three hundred is actually safer than having the 125 because it's not about going 90 miles low dude well they're bigger on the 300 than the 125 yeah. it's not about motorcycle wheels are much bigger i know they, they are dude things much better I, my shit handles dope my shit is like driving my a shit fiat dope. my shit's like riding a fiat 500e <laughs> in the city or like really a, yes it is and and honestly it's uh being able to cruise at 60 or 65 it's amazing and then still have some for accelerating if i need to does it have any uh, wiggle or stopping power issues have you had any first off it calls? has abs it does oh yeah <clears throat> it has great. abs and fucking traction control that's nice which i don't really know why it needs traction control but it does have it uh, tiny little wheels they're not that <laughs> tiny they're bigger than regular vessel wheels i only say that because the guy who died at the end of my street he hit a pothole, one of our big LA potholes, and he ate shit. And I mean, with a helmet on, that sucks. He died. I'm sorry to hear forehead that. Forehead into the asphalt, quick death. It just went boom like that, and that's how he died. I mean, I suppose it's possible, but I've been riding around for five years with a wheel smaller than this, Can and those get, potholes aren't like on the freeway. I'm doing the same thing I've been doing. Can you get 22s for that? Oh, dub deuces. <laughs> Yeah, it'll make it look like one of those choppers with a giant front tire yeah. on it, and I'll blast jazz music it's an inexplicably. Market man, we could start customizing these like Rod Emery. Dude, I am seriously an evangelist for my scooter. I just fuck. You know, the other day I went to Bill's. Okay, look, I got, I'm all for I went to Bill's it. I just on the scooter. About you, I just don't want you to get hurt. I all. without without doing anything reckless. Seriously, yes. without doing anything reckless. Only really only lane splitting at red lights. Okay. I got from Bills to Westside Collector Car Storage in, in 29 oh. minutes. <laughs> 29 minutes. That's huge. It would have been an hour and 10 in a car. Yeah. This is a 3 p I mean it's like it's that's just great. Yeah. It's not just about getting there faster. It's about that <laughs> peace of mind of moving through traffic. They're safe. These Matt. fucking people are all stopped you and I'm moving. Uh, hitting the weed, were you? Huh? Not not at that exact moment. Mm -hmm. I needed both hands for scooting.
Be careful, son. Be careful, uh, get in the super chat, folks, if you want to talk about some things. <clears throat> because Should we talk about uh, the new Speedster, which I drove? Have yeah. You, you haven't driven that. No, no, you have, and I want to hear about it. Here, this we got this picture. Is this the one you drove, That's or did Matt you drive Jacobson's the other one? Car. Matt Jacobson and Zuckerman, my co-host, are splitting. They each have half a car. <laughs> Plan Z. Plan Z. Two cars. And... Uh, you know, I didn't want to like this thing. I got it. There are just too many of these things. You know that Zuckerman and I got rid of our GT3 Touring. We just thought next to the GT2 RS, what's the point? Really? I wish I knew that. Did you get good money for it when you sold it? Yeah, we made some little money. You made money on we it? Got out, got out of it clean. Did you? Yeah, That's fantastic. After driving it for over a year, I, I'm pretty sure. And one of these days, I'm going to buy one of those if they ever get cheaper. This, uh,. Well, hold on. That's what you would want right there. The Speedster? So now I got in this car expecting a GT3 convertible, right? That's how it's kind of filtered down to me, not paying attention to anything. And what I soon discovered driving the car was this is a 911R convertible. This is what it feels like. It feels like a 911R that they hacked the top off. and uh, The 911R and the GT3 Touring did not have the same engine. It is no, a different engine. And they engine. don't have the same sound either. Yeah. And they don't have the same lightness engineered. They're close, but they're different. Yeah. This thing also doesn't have that GT3 sound. It also, I guess, has the engine of the new GT3 in it, the 992 GT3, right? Uh, they say. I, I, I can't the, prove, but... And the this, and the this, and all Wait, that. hang on. I have to go back. I need a visual. <laughs> do that again. The what? The this, the this and the... What do the, the this, this and the this, this mean? The shifting, all of it feels special. More special than GT3 Touring? Special and new and light. Way more. Yeah. Not, not How more. Is that? Way more. Well, How is first that? First of all, there's no roof there. Well, duh. Right? So there's that connection to the sound coming out the back. And the sound is light and high and wispy and wonderful. The car is a total winner. A total winner. Worth every extra dollar. And Have I you don't driven own one, one with a top up yet? Yeah. Is it decent? You mean what? The Speedster? Yeah, the installation with the top up. Is it all right? Yeah, it's all right, but you would you get you just want to take the top off of no, this car. No, I know, it's but it's kind of like a you know I think of that my Dino 246 GTS. You don't enjoy that car with the top on. You got to get the top off because it's made to enjoy with the sound of the engine. Right? I understand, Does that make sense? but yeah, yeah, but I but I spent a lot of time driving that the new Boxster Spider, which is right. a similar type of. It's right. not on the the level. It's cheaper, but it's the same kind of thing. You buy yes. it for that for to the, take top, the top, down. top off, but. I was very uh, pleasantly surprised at fun. how fine it was once yeah. you put the top up because right. I drove it in a fucking downpour and it was and it was fine and it was totally fine. Yeah, car. huh? This is how. You well, use it's not that when car. you'd use it, but I was three hundred miles from my house, Spike, and right. that was the car I you had. On your so, what, so what do you want me to do? <laughs> Be like, oh, I'm sorry, this is not how I use this. Do you have a top <laughs> on your scooter? I do. It's called a fucking jacket <laughs> <laughs> helmet. Um, it's it's awesome. I congratulate them both on their cars. <laughs> they are great. They're keeping I, both of the two. I think so. I think they're gonna like uh, flip a coin and Let one me find, will get one, and the other will get here's the other. Jacobson's uh, Graham. He's a he's a very. Okay, if you don't know Matt Jacobson, he's a he's a fancy man. Uh, is this is his mud colored Speedster on this shit? No. The mud colored? What's like his? His is a the green, but it's yeah. I call it. It's kind of muddy. Mm-hmm. It's not on his gram though. No, it'll be on. Uh, Matt Jacobson. Jacobson, for those who don't know, is like one of. Is he the CEO of Instagram? He's like the head of something something at Instagram, and this yeah. is he's got a bunch of dope shit. He has good taste in cars, but if it's if it's on the Zuckerman, yeah, try Zuckerman. Mm, Wait, is that my feed? This is yours. 
I'm just waiting, looking for the Zuckerman. He won't comment on it. Fine. The real. Yeah. The real Zuckerman, folks. The real Zuckerman is where you find your the best personal injury uh, there advice. It is, Here right it is. There. Look at that. It's uh, it's baby food colored. <clears throat> is it right? What's the baby actual name of the color? color? What's I need to ask that. It's uh, uh, oh stone uh, gray. gray. Stone gray. Stone gray. I always think heron. Yeah, it's it's Stone like a gray is a green, right? And if you, you yeah. remember, he had a speedster fifty eight speedster that John Wilhoyt hot rodded. That was also stone gray. That was an amazing car. It's in if you ever flipping through Porsche magazines, it's in one of the ads. You'll see it all oh, the yeah. time. It's a great car. And then he sold that, and now here we go with this guy. Um, I'm well, glad it's as good color. to drive. I gotta who, we love that color. I'm gonna ask Zuckerman to drive it. I think that's our new eighty two down there. Where go down one more. There, that oh, little, here? Yeah, we just got that. The Targa? This, SC Targa? This is, a, I think, With a, a car that came from Ray J down in Texas. Um, RPM Motorsports, is that his deal? And Zuckerman, it has 3,000 original miles on it. <laughs> Jerry went bonkers for it, and Zuckerman sold it to Jerry. Jerry tore out the AC and the original radio on a 3,000 mile Why? Car. <laughs> That's what we said. And then said, you know what? I'm done with this. I don't want it. It's <laughs> the most Seinfeld thing You guys thing want ever. it? And then so Zuckerman and I both said yes. Well, Zuckerman actually didn't respond. I said, we'll take it. I answered on his behalf because I know how much Zuckerman loves to drive it. And I said I would split it with him. And uh, it just came back to us. It's got Did one you... of those newfangled Porsche radios in it, those modern ones. Oh, that you can that's why. You yeah, know how much cool. those fucking things cost? No. They're $2,600. Really? Yeah. And I don't mind the AC being out. I'm not going to drive that car when it's hot anyways. But look why how beautiful he, it is. He just took it out? We do that all the time to these old 911s. You tear out the AC. Extra weight. It looks better without it. Okay. Right? I mean, I guess. <laughs> it, does, I, it never works right. I mean, I guess it's different because I only have one <laughs> 911 and I drive no, it and it's it, hot. No, <laughs> with to, old cars, you don't I generally can't. drive them when they're really hot. And you have the Jaguar. You would drive that if it were 100 degrees. out With these things yeah, yeah. in California this time of year. Well, I'm going. I'm taking my 911 on the Safari Rally, which is Eric, is which is as Lee. Lee and the guys are putting it on. It's wow. for Keen Safaris, and I think they're accepting applications from non-Keen Safaris. And it's we're going to starting in Phoenix, and we're driving off-road to Las Vegas. No way. Three hundred and something miles off-road wow. in the Keen Safari cars, which I'm like super, super stoked. Yeah, on. that'll be really fun. Yeah. And I have air conditioning <laughs> in my car. <laughs> Um, no, th- wait. Can I, let me ask you a little. And you know, I don't even know the exact number on this '82 car. But when Jerry buys something like this, freaks out about it, and and, and he goes, oh, no, "I'm tired of it." You fucking he did, it. no. He used it for a couple summers, I think. Okay, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, at what point does the the money negotiation happen? There's or you no just, negotiation. You just give him whatever. It's he, whatever he paid for it, we paid him back. Okay, for that's it. Yeah. it. All right, cool. The car just changed hands. That's simple. Yeah, with Jerry's one of the fairest guys out there with all of us. Well, he's great. When you're never going to run out, I mean, what's the fucking? <laughs> he works hard. Of course, no, 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 no. Of course he does. I'm not. I'm by no friends. means suggesting the man hasn't earned it. I'm just but saying he was car, not going I to think, run out. Uh, yeah, Zuckerman paid a price for it. Jerry paid that same price. We paid for it back. That's and a. It's a really frankly, weird combo. It, if anything, I don't think it's appreciated. It's probably gone down. However, three thousand original miles. It's, yeah, it's beautiful, right? And it's. But, the year Zuckerman and I both graduated high school, eighty two. So we're trying to live that stupid car. Because don't you <laughs> wait? Don't matter. you have another one that's like twenty thousand miles? Eighty-seven. Yeah. It's like, is there a much of a difference between three thousand miles and twenty thousand miles you know in feels? When I drive, drive Are you, it. do you plan to drive this thing? 
I hope so. Because the pro- <laughs> the problem with these ultra low ultra low miles no, is we'll you know you know we you don't save cars for anybody else. Like with that car you were just talking about, the silver black one, we're already up to twenty seven thousand miles on it. That thing it's rules. A, that eighty seven. That's very it's nice. Beautiful, yeah. and it's so fun when you get into it. And, and you know, it's a good example of an eighties nine eleven that isn't too expensive that you'll really enjoy looking if you're for looking a, for. It's a not car. super fancy schmancy either. It's just a silver eighty seven Carrera. It'll but be on my feet. There it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's a great car. It's basically my car, but stock. Uh, it's got a little cassette lovely. tape in there. The only thing I had to redo on it is the uh, speakers and the speaker grills, which had disintegrated just from time. But well, we were able to kind of put in the new paper. system. I've got a big bag. You can't see it in the front boot there of uh, eBay cassette tapes. <laughs> you know, I've got some <laughs> for you. DC. I've got some it's, for you from the Lexus project. I can yeah. give you. And you put it in. You put your tape in, and your life is good for a drive. It's great. Uh, let me get back to yours. Uh, what do we got from the fans? Did you have? Um, wait, let me think. Hellcat Jeep drove it. Your multiple Porsches drove them. I'm a. I'm about to drive the uh, Polestar One. Oh, the electric Volvo. Have you driven that yet? I haven't yet. I need to get in. Get on that after you. Yeah. Um. And what else? Oh, I drove. Well, I drove this Koenig nine six two on the yeah, street yeah, again, I love which that car. That's hilarious. is extremely sketchy in every way imaginable. Makes but me I, happy. it's also kind of charming in its own way. It looks like a, it's like a clown race car, but it's fantastic. Um, no, that's about it for me. I drove the Delica to San Diego. Uh, we did our longest trip in the van yet. Top speed, one hundred and twenty k. Really, we did. Really 130K, but you're really K. pushing it. Oh. Kilometers. Oh. But so coming back from AC? San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back from San Diego. Anybody sit facing backwards? Not on the way down, <laughs> on the way back. Uh, you know, in the 73, which yeah. the 73 is a is sort of a bypass road that if you want to avoid traffic, you can pay a toll and so mm-hmm. empty your road. It goes over the mountains, right? So if the Delica has a drawback, it's... Uh, hills <laughs> big hills <laughs> right so we had four people in this thing and a bunch of luggage i entered the base of the biggest hill at 120k with my foot on the floorboard buried oh by the time we got to the top of the hill we were at 80k really <laughs> it would not go faster than 80k up this hill but now it, it didn't drop below 80 it got it, it slowed down to about 80 halfway up the hill and then stayed at 80 the rest of the way up were the hill. you comfortable did you feel the engine was just gonna give and you start rolling backwards it wasn't no but it was we were being <laughs> passed by feeling? everybody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it. This was the speed that it it's goes up. Impressive uphill. that it made it. That's that's. It cool. made it. Yeah, no, it didn't have any problems or anything. Whose house is that right there? That's a the Cardiff uh, Lodge Hotel. We were in that's Cardiff. Nice. I like that. Very charming little hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and C- Cardiff is a charming place. My happy birthday, John. Is my brother-in-law's birthday. Fiftieth birthday. Uh, what do we got here? We have the super chat. And how do I get to the separate fucking window, guys? Usually, that, oh, here it is. Pop out in separate window. There it is. Got it. All right. You ready for some questions, Spike? I hope I can help. I think you can. AP says, are dress watches relevant in <clears throat> modern day society? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah? I think Modern it is. day society? Yeah. Um, well, I would know very little about modern day society. However, <laughs> you know I, what it's like on the porch in Malibu. <laughs> I have a lot of sport watches, as you may know, and I do think about dress watches. Every once in a while, my wife will take me out to a political thing she's doing, or I'll go to some formal dinner. And I, as, as an older gentleman who's now wearing collared shirts and sport coats, yeah, I, there's always a use for a dress watch. 
there think is. there is. You, you know, I, I agree. I don't own one right now. No, and and, and when you, <clears throat> whenever I see someone at an event wearing a sport watch, I always go, where's the black leather strap, right? Yeah. You need a dress of. watch. They're cool. They work. Although you know? I bought that AP, which is which crosses over, I think. I think yeah. a Royal Oak is a bit of a crossover right. into dress, but it's still steel band. I, I buy a lot of uh, black leather or croc bands for some of my Rolexes and stuff. So oh, I do you swap them and you switch. swap them out? Yeah, if I have to. Yeah, yeah. nice. Oh, Crown and Caliber will send me something, those guys. Oh, yeah. Did you have this kind of cool Breitling from them right now? Yeah, yeah. That I didn't Nav- bring it tonight, but I like it a lot. The Navitimer is cool. It's a Navitimer 8. In uh, rose gold, I've never worn rose gold before. How does it feel? I, I feel like oh, you a, good a Massachusetts insurance salesman on a golf course. <laughs> Where wonderful. is it? Here's here's a picture hey, of, of yeah. Zuckerman wearing it. I put him. It's, on. A, look it's at that a good watch. look. Yeah, it's the good. Uh, the old Navitimer, the traditional Navitimer. Uh-huh. I got one as a demo from Crown and Caliber, and it's one of the only watches that strangers actually would compliment me on uh like in the street interesting we were russell peters was on the podcast this morning we were talking about breitlings and how they're like the mercedes of the watch world yeah they're expensive they're wonderful but they just go down easily identifiable yeah they're hard to sell strong depreciation but still we love them yeah and you know my friend Kristen lee writes for jalopnik yeah uh, is driving i think the new s class this week and she sent me a picture of an I, you know, Mercedes is the IWC crossover. Uh huh. And they've had an, in the AMG models, and at, at least I, I, probably the lower ones too, but I know for sure the AMG models, an uh, IWC Ingenieur esque dash clock, right? The dial. And she sent me a picture. It's full digital now. It's an IWC skin <laughs> on the digital <laughs> clock. And she was like, How bad do they need the money? And I was like, Pretty fucking bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Smith <laughs> says, a question I like very much. Used 991.2 Carrera T's are down in the low 80s. Remember I, you drove that red one I had, yeah. Spike? Yep. Uh, are they a good entry to 911 ownership versus a 997 C2S? Mm. I think it's a lot more expensive. A 997.2 should be cheaper than $80,000. Yeah, I, I don't think either of them are collectible at this point. Um, they're great drivers, though. They're both great drivers, right. That Carrera T ruled. It was fun. Yeah, what's odd about it, though, is it's not quite a GT car. It's Mm -mm. like masquerading as a GT car, and it... You know, I almost think uh, the 997C2S has a purity to it that maybe the Carrera T doesn't. Uh, Uh, Here's what I would base the decision on. What's the best example you can find of either car? I think you can't go wrong with either one. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Carrera Ts, and if you're not talking about collectability and just driving the piss out of them, it's a great option. And there's some really interesting aftermarket things you can do with this 3-liter turbo engine, Mm -hmm. which you can end up with a five or 600-horsepower lightweight rear-wheel drive turbo Porsche with a manual. Which is a pretty cool combo nice if you're not into the whole, uh, if you're not in the whole purity thing. Right. Uh, Cars and comments says, does the E90 M3 feel heavy while hooning? I want an old school <laughs> M car that's not pushing 20 years old, but I'm spoiled by the lightness of my Fiesta ST. Well, it's certainly not as light as a Fiesta ST, but I think they're fun to slide around if you want to go out and, and drive them. My biggest issue with E90 M3s is not the weight. It's the fact that when you sit in them, you feel like you're sitting up high, mm-hmm. like I'm on top of this seat. I'm not down in a cockpit. Mm-hmm. So consider swapping seats maybe 
Maybe. Heavy Walhooning is a great name for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We should do that. Trademarked. Uh, I think, you know, the engine in the E90 M3, that V8 is a real gem of an engine, mm-hmm. and I think that car is aging and will continue to age very well. Luke says, I'm replacing my HSV Club Sport wagon. Do you know what that is, Spike? Mm-mm. That's a Holden. This dude's from Australia. And an HSV Club Sport wagon is this. Wow. And it's kind of, a, it's like a Chevrolet SS. Uh, it's the, uh, it's it's badass, <laughs> dude. And it's probably like 550 horsepower really? wagon. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that. a it's an animal. Yeah. And I think CTSV wagon, it's kind of on that level. Right. Yeah. Well, he's replacing it. He's right? replacing it because it's a piece of shit. No, I just made that part up. I want something I can take camping and hiking, he says. Ah. The budget is 60,000 bucks and will be our daily driver. Mm. Wife wants something easy to park. He's looking at a Tiguan R, a Volkswagen Tiguan R. Mm. Mm. Cayenne diesel used. Can you find one of those? One of those, uh, what, were the, what was that little Safari edition they did? Oh, Trans-Siberia. Trans-Siberia. A Trans-Siberia, mm. yeah, there we go. That's or, cool. uh, let's see, a sp- uh, well, Daily Driver. Mm. Shit, Cay- high- off-road Cayennes are very hot right now. That's really where I, my br- my brain keeps going to that. Mm-hmm. That's really where I'm going. I don't. The, I'm not about the Tig one. I sat, it has a wonky a driving position. <clears throat> I'm not yeah. about it. If your wife likes it, make her happy, but don't do it for yourself. Get a Cayenne if it's you. Uh, Andrew Wilson has a three-parter question right now. What Porsches would you buy for fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, and oh three hundred thousand? None are your daily driver. None. None. Assume you already have to have a daily driver. Jeez. Jesus Christ. This is crazy. <laughs> this is too much questioning for you? No. I mean, he wants me to spend... I See, I'm already... I would put all the money together <laughs> and I would buy one Porsche because that's 450 right? And no less drivable. <laughs> no less drivable? That's, that's the thing, right? right? So I would be... You know, that's <clears throat> going to get me into a 58 Speedster easy. Um, for 50 I would I would look for a really nice preservation 914.4. I, instead of a 914.6, I'd go for a perfect low mileage 914.4 for 50. For 100, hmm, 100, I would uh, try to get into a 356 SC or some mid 60s 356, most I could afford, right? Mm-hmm. It's a driver. And then for 300, <clears throat> see, 300's a number where. You know, you catch somebody who needs money in the car, <laughs> right? But let's just play it safe, and I would go 73911S. All in right. traditional colors, lowest mileage I could find, most preservation condition. 50K but, for me would mean the nicest 87 to 89 Carrera I could find for mm-hmm, that much money. Mm-hmm. As a driver, I would yep. drive the piss out of that car, leave it just as it is. No dailies. 100K? I'm getting a 997 GT3, one that's pretty good, also a driver. Mm-hmm. 300K, will that get me into a GT3 RS 4 liter? Maybe. A 4.0? A 4.0? No. No, okay. 5 plus. 5 plus? 500 no. plus. Pass, pass. 300K? cash offer 300K, will it get me into a 964 RS, career RS? Yes, uh, it will, probably. Maybe. Maybe it would. I w- let's you, assume it will. You're It'd getting be close. close to GT2 RS, brand new money. Right? Uh, can- I I agree, but that doesn't interest me as much. 
personally. Greatest car in the world. I know, but I sample it lots of the greatest cars in the world. The big game commercial. <laughs> <It's not laughs> the super, it's there in yellow. I know, for it's a in reason. the big game. There's spike. no 991 Speedster there. Uh, There's no K- GT3 Touring there. <laughs> There's just the GT2 RS. I know you love it. KC says, Spike, what are your feelings about 356 replicas with VW or Subaru Motors, etc.? Okay. Well, I I like to answer this question carefully because I know not everybody can afford a 356. However, <laughs> I don't... Before I had money to buy a 356, I didn't opt to buy the fake 356, right? I just thought, why not work hard and, and try to get the money for the real one? Never knowing that I'd actually do it, right? And then I, I looked at things like Volkswagens. I looked at it. Like, my first 911 was a 74 911 with a couple hundred thousand miles on it, and I bought it for six grand, right? I, I, I don't... I'm not into the replica stuff, and, and I... What I about think, Cobras? Are you a little more lenient towards a Cobra? I think I would be because of the movie. However, I know what it's... You know, back when I lived in New York, I bought a fake Rolex in Times Square once, right? And you... You go, well, this is fun. I'm just doing it for the fun. However, after about a month of wearing it, you get tired of fucking saying it's a replica. Do, it does wear down on it. I say, yeah. I don't know, guess 80% of people that own these things end up selling them. They just don't want to answer the question anymore. They may not care, yeah. but they don't want to answer the question. So. I had a Superformance Cobra when I was like in my 20s. Yeah. Like, and it was a replica. It was fucking fiberglass and right. a big motor. And it was pretty fun to drive, even though it wanted me dead. Yeah. But- I learned after a couple months that the only question anyone had was, is it real? And the only honest answer I could give was no. And I said, I never again want to own a car where the only question anyone has, the answer is no. It wears you down, right? (laughs) It does. It wears you down. You know, I'll tell you something else, because at Barrett-Jackson, those four GTs were suddenly up, right? They were up about 75 grand, you know, based on where they were before Ford and Ferrari came out. And as we were looking at the cars, I was remembering, you know, the door kind of cuts into the, cut the roof out. there. Right. And at least once a week, it doesn't matter. You bang your head on that damn thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you sell the car. Yeah. It's such an interesting little thing that goes wrong. See, but God damn it. I would bet every one of those cars for sale is a guy's got a bump on his head. He goes, I don't want it anymore. That's like, uh, what's the joke? You know, it's like, you show me a hot girl and I'll show you a guy who's tired of her it's shit. Rock. It's like, you show me a 4 GT at Barrett Jackson and I'll show you a guy who's tired of parallel parking it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I would definitely drive a Superformance replica for a little while for fun, yeah. but only for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Nate says uh, he's got a big list here, but let's go with uh, three of these. And eh, no, that's four. Nate says, what are the watch equivalents of these cars? The Miata? Oh, my God. Swatch? The sw- I would say, I would say, yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, Swatch, System Timex, 51. maybe? Or the Timex GMT. Yeah, it really gets your foot in the door. 911 is going to be Timex a Rolex Q? Submariner or Rolex GMT, right? Oh, is I don't it 911? No? No, it seems like more practical almost. I, I kind of think the Breitlings or the Tag Heuer. You know, a Tag Heuer Carrera would be a 911. Would be a 911? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ferrari F40? Now you're getting into festooned, uh, you know. A Ferrari F40 and it's old too. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? 90s Ferrari F40, like a Zenith El Primero, maybe? That's not bad. Zenith El Primero. Yeah, something um, big and gold. To- yeah. yeah. Right? Or an Adelahay. Adelahay is French, outlandish. Yeah. 
Now we're getting it to really like an old hand. Like avant-garde. How about one of those Vacheron porno watches that's got like animated people (laughs) fucking on it? Frank Muller. Yeah, Frank Muller. Frank Muller. And for giggles, Cybertruck. The Cybertruck. I mean, Apple Watch or something. Or no, how about one of those like... uh, 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 like Jajaro Seikos, like from Alien. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I'm. Fun I'm dying on that though. hill. Uh. Nick Hansen, binary, th- uh, one or the other, nine eight one GT four or seven one eight GTS four point Here's gonna be your difference, kids. Bumpy road suspension versus smooth road suspension. Really. If you live somewhere with bumpy roads, a, a GT4 is a little rough. Mm-hmm. And this GTS, this new car with the four, new 4-liter, four will have just as much power, a little bit more torque, and a softer mm-hmm. suspension mm-hmm. and probably go just as fast. Be mm-hmm. honest about what you want. Don't buy the thing just because it's cooler, even though it's cooler. Uh, Trent <laughs> says, hey, should I get a newer? Nobody wants cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone wants to know, should I get a brand new, a newer Mark Seven Golf R or an older Golf R32. I prefer a six-cylinder. You know those old 2004 Golf R32s? No. They were pretty cool. I don't know um, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, drove yeah. the newer one, and I really like it. The Mark IV R32 is this. This is the classic. Uh-huh. The, the, and these are very collectible. So this is the question is, do you want something that is more collectible? Because these are six-cylinder, manual gearbox, all-wheel drive. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Horsepower? Cool interior. Ah, 250, 250 maybe. Something right. like that. Yeah, okay. 250. Weight? Oh, heavy. heavy. Heavy, and they're fucking pigs. Here's the thing about these cars. They <laughs> hand, pigs, their hand just... They handle like shit. They're right. heavy. They're pigs. The, these the, guys. Yeah. These older ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. they okay. look great. They sound awesome, and they're the ones that all the old school VW guys want. And they have really well-made interiors compared Why to the they modern. they like them if they handle like Because they look cool. Oh. And they, they, and they sound great. cool, yeah. and it's a, it's a cool engine because okay. VR6 is a unique Volkswagen thing, yep. and dual exhaust, and they do sound neat. I like um, the blue. Here's the thing: if you want a daily driver, get the new car. If you want a collectible, get the old car. That's it. How tunable are the old cars? Not. How tunable are the new cars? Quite. Eminently. Uh, Wes says, if I was to put up another building, exact same design in LA, would I <laughs> save time and money due to the delays, or would the delays I've experienced exist regardless? Would you ever build another building? Fuck me. This? I'd really prefer to never build another building in Los Angeles again if I can avoid it. I'd really, it's I'm not hard, even kidding. Right? I'd really like to not build another building. It's terrible. Um, would I save some time and money? Dude, I would learn. Yeah, I would because we would have to, we would skip some of the double work. We inevitably had to research certain things only to end up not doing them. Mm-hmm. So if we could avoid that research next time around. How's my cigar lounge coming? Bro, it's looking awesome. Yeah. It's looking awesome. Mm. It's going to be the coolest, man. I'm, I'm so excited for I it. I smoked a cigar inside at this uh, Havana Club in Beverly Hills last uh-huh. week and it was pretty amazing. Was it great? Yeah, it was real old guy stuff. Lakers game was up there. You know, yeah. Sylvester Stallone wasn't there, but that's but he, his club. Is that I his guess. hangout? Yeah, oh, yeah. he owns it, or is he just hangs out? You, he owns it, I think. But you come out of it like you know, 
smoke cured like you were cooked by cigar smoke. <laughs> yeah. Like that episode of Seinfeld where he's in leather. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the it's bad. Yeah. But the food, weirdly, the food was really good really? in this place. Huh. Yeah. As were the the girls, the waitresses, which did not surprise me. You probably Angeles. won't like it, but a place in LA that is, has surprisingly good food like that is Lowell's, the first cafe where you can actually smoke weed there too. You can eat, wow. you can drink coffee, not liquor, and you well, can smoke weed sense, on premises. Because you're smoking weed, you yeah, want to yeah. have a good bite to eat. It's but in a delicious. cigar shop. I agree. That's kind of weird. Uh, Nate says, I just bought a new Polar Explorer 2. Congratulations. It's a fantastic watch. Uh, what do we expect from Tudor and Rolex this year? Gets discontinuations and new models. Anything? Wow. I don't know. I have not been keeping up with any of it. I would like, I mean, the thing about Rolex is, like, they change the color of a bezel, and it's, like, huge news. It's we like, go, oh, <laughs> I um, know, yeah, the Batman, someone someone was emailing me about the Batman, the Jubilee or the Oyster bracelet, and because now the oysters seem to be more valuable than Well, as the soon Jubilee. as they start, dis- now there's a fixed number of them, yeah. right? Once they stop making it, you get a fixed yeah, number. What but is that fixed number? I have no idea. We, you know, you and I have interacted with Rolex every once in a while, and they never give up these numbers, but you can't have collectible things in the millions and the millions, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not like they made 2,000 Batmans. There's probably like, what, 4 million of them? There's a lot of Batmans yeah. out there, yeah. It's impressive how they manage these prices, but any minute. It could all come crashing yes, down. Yes, absolutely. And that's why... Carl's advice, and and Nate mentioned Carl, was to get rid of everything that wasn't the creme de la creme of blue chip items and to hold all those. That would, but I don't or know. Or buy things you enjoy wearing regardless of value. That's right? probably better advice. That you like. That's and probably better advice. When they go down, advice. you enjoy it. I, I, you know. I just recently got rid of like four watches. I went from like 13 watches right. to seven. That's good. Two sentimentals. Two uh, daily drivers. Right. One chronograph. Yes. And then uh, one heavy hitter. And I and I and I want uh, for nothing. And then right. plus the gold Seiko for sketchy, grimy international travel or <laughs> working on cars or whatever. That's good. But I feel like I I want for nothing right now. I have all yes, the watches I want. Yes, seven or eight. That that'll end. You'll find will. something comes a across. Thousand percent. I had a uh, a Hoyer dive watch that I threw up on eBay and. You know, uh, by the way, I like to sell watches on eBay. It's fun. And it was getting nothing, right? So mm-hmm. no bids. So I sent it to the guys at uh, Jeff Stein over at uh, On The Dash and said, take a look at this. I don't think this is right. You know, I paid a grand for this watch maybe 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and he said, yeah, it was this and the bezel and that. And so I had I end the auction, right? Because he's like, it could be put together. He hooks me up with the 80s Hoyer dive watch guy. I think his name was Jeff Bristol. And he goes, send me some pictures. And he was so knowledgeable about what was wrong with this watch. And he could just look at it. So Frankenstein, basically? It wasn't. It was uh, put together. So imagine that level of difficulty. It is all authentic parts. Just assembled by, yeah. But there were just a little, some clues in the way the back plate was uh, polished mm-hmm. and there was no serial number. He goes, I think he just built this from parts, but the parts are actually valuable. How interesting. So did you strip <laughs> it and sell it for parts? No, I don't have time for that. But he said, I have a friend who really would want something like this. Should I offer it to him as a, a chef in New Orleans? And I said, sure, whatever he wants. And he, he gave me a number that I thought was really fair. Oh, cool. He's super happy. 
you know, I got it out the door, you know, and now have a little hole that I can put something in my box. Perfect. For folks out there who are looking on the West Coast for a, a check like that, uh, DC Vintage Watches is my plug for Hoyer and Seiko. What do you mean? Uh, what do they do? On the on eBay, there's so many of these put together Seikos from parts. Yeah, no, I know that. It's f- there's fakes everywhere. And uh, Nick at DC Vintage Watches, he's a dealer, but he also can reality check a, a bunch really? of this stuff. He has a good Instagram follow. He's always p- pulling apart and he, fakes. And what does he handle? What watches? Hoyer and Seiko. No way. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do? You send him the link of what you're. Yeah, about and, to buy? and he'll. He, I mean, he. Yeah, and he can pretty much tell you if it's legit or not. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. He's the man. And if you actually want to buy something that you like know is legit, like you just buy it from him. Yep. You, I'm now being reminded that I have my Hoyer Viceroy over at Wanna Buy a Watch mm. that was supposed to be returned to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go get that. What, is it February yet? Almost. It's the 27th. No wonder there's um, another hole in my box. <laughs> I like, you know, seven, by the way, seven or eight watches is, I hear that a lot, is the right amount to kind of rotate through yeah 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 and you do need a dress watch in there i probably do one of my one of my um i'm at i'm at 49 (laughs) (laughs) really i think so one of my sentimentals that ralph lauren watch which is a leather band i like that dressy yeah Yeah, the time world time is pretty cool yeah I like big world. for dress. See, that's what cool. I like to travel with, a world timer. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the best. And but the GMTs. problem with that one is it's world time, but it's not waterproof. So I can't. Well, why don't you get it waterproofed? Get it waterproof? Is it not something that you can just seal it up? No. <laughs> I think so. No. You can. It was never meant to be waterproof from the factory. I, I'd probably be very expensive. Uh, Joel Newton says he graduates at the end of this year and wants to buy a $2,000 used watch what should he buy he was thinking speedmaster and i think he's thinking right speedmaster or seamaster is about where you want to be for 2k used or any number of tags there's a lot of good tags carreras that you can get for uh 2k you know ben Clymer says every man should own at least one omega speedmaster i've had mine for over 20 years i wear it all the time they make it every year there are plenty of them out there so you can get a good deal they all look the same so just find one that you can afford and it's a great watch it's a handsome watch it's got you throw it on a nato i throw that watch on my leather and wear it as a dress watch you can you can do a bunch of different stuff with speedmasters yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, Seamaster is a good right. choice, and Seamasters also. There's a lot of options in Seamasters. Mm, not yes, as not, not as cool, cool as but yeah. But. The only reason I wouldn't get a Speedmaster is some of them are <clears throat> have really bad water resistance, and really? some of them are better than others. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh says uh, I daily a new Macan S. I'm thinking about getting a manual uh, 9972 for a second car for fun. Should I get the turbo? Is it worth the 30k premium versus a Carrera S? Hmm. Second car for fun. <clears throat> There's I, a purity, obviously, not yeah. to not having a turbo. This is at a time where suddenly turbos became cool, right? The 9972. What year is that? So that's that's uh, right about where we started loving turbos. Yeah. 9972 is uh, about 10 years old at this point. <clears throat> However, I don't know. I always go for naturally aspirated. I know? would say the Carrera S is just as much fun. Yeah. It probably has better steering. It's not as fast, but it's less clinical. Right. I'd get the Carrera. The turbo, if the point is to be engaged. Right. Yeah. That car, when it came out, the turbo was for, you know, the guys who in finance, the insurance. They were crazy the fast when those came they out. They were, yeah. but they're also quiet. Yeah. Uh, Ivan says, is it douchey to wear jackets <laughs> or tees with uh, vintage 
liveries, martini, golf, or live or liver or, or Rothmans. No names or banners, just colors. I don't want to look like a full douche. A full douche. So he. <laughs> I don't know. The, what, so those he wants vintage to look like liveries. A yeah, don't really. They don't really do anything for me. Maybe it's because I wasn't alive when all those people were really racing. But like, I don't give a shit about a martini livery that much. It's the height of stupidity. Don't do it. <laughs> Say that closer he, to the mic. He knows. He knows it's bad. You don't want to do it. It, it. No, don't do it. Remember the McQueen jacket? Do you remember that jacket when it came yes, out? Yes, the white golf the McQueen white, jacket that it had everybody the golf had. Logo, the Hoyer logo. It said McQueen. It said Porsche. It just had too much crap on it. Right? <laughs> a lot of crap. Right? It just, you look like oh, a little, I could think of like five or six people that bought them. Yeah. <laughs> that were rocking them. Just yeah. now go back through your photograph collection of Steve McQueen and see if he was wearing those. Right. <laughs> he was the king of cool. Yeah. And he didn't wear jackets with logos on them unless he was racing, right? Yes. Solar. Wasn't that the name of his company? Uh, Drew says, what do you both want to see from Dodge slash, I think it says art, but I think it's supposed to say SRT. Keep Ooh. it the same. I th- I'd like to see a new engine. I think we have now Hellcatted all the things, <laughs> and it is time to build a new engine. Wouldn't you like to see a cool like turbo inline six from SRT? How about a Dodge Dart? Or an old Dodge a, Dart. Not, I really don't not the I, Dart they sold us that was the Neon. I don't have any desire from Dodge. I don't think about them at all. I'm sorry. I, I, the Demon, I guess it would, it's all right. You know, John, my partner, had a, a Hellcat, and he went through three engines, and that pretty much tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> three it's a lot of en- that's a lot of engines. Now, I'm, I'm guessing two of those are John's fault, just based on the way he drives, and he doesn't let things heat up. But still, that third engine. <laughs> Three engines. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see them have a new engine. I'm yeah. tired. I, I, hell, I mean, look, the Hellcat engine is, I suppose, when it stays together, remarkably effective. But it's, They're um, fun. They're well-balanced, they beautiful. Cre- I mean, every one that I've driven that wasn't John's, I loved throwing it around the road. It was excellent. It was so controllable and wonderful. But those yeah. three engines, that's A new story. engine would be good. Yeah. Robert says, if the 911 is so great, yeah. which I believe it is, why hasn't someone just straight up ripped it off? A cheaper Japanese option would be interesting. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thought. Why hasn't well, copyright if, would be one? I mean, we we know what Singer goes through, even just uh, putting these cars together, not being able to call them 911s or restored 911s. Right? They, what do they What do they have? A, they have a little phrase in their uh, their contract that says, "When we, you and I, talk about them, it has to be." A 911 restored by reimagined, Sam? reimagined, yes. right? And that's so they don't get sued. So I would imagine they're pretty uh, tight with their copyright, right? But who? Yeah. But you mean why is no one putting an engine in the? No, back I think why does no? You think you're saying why doesn't someone build a flat six engine, put it in the back of a sports car, and say this is the the B three? No. What is Alpine doing? What are those guys up to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's true. They're building a Cayman, kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people don't uh, don't just rip it off. I mean, a cheaper Japanese option. Look, Subaru builds flat engines now, so you know you can get uh, some of the benefits mm-hmm. of a flat engine from a Subaru. Uh, but it doesn't look like a 911. No, no. I think well, and that would be the first. Beautiful design is very expensive. Yeah. 
you know, cheap cars look a certain way and mm-hmm. expensive cars look a certain way because curves are expensive and straight lines right. are cheap, you know? Right. So uh, I think there's a lot of reasons it hasn't copied it off. Right. I mean, but a cheaper Japanese option, look, the, the 86 twins have Cayman-like steering and flat engines. So there is a, chap- a, a cheaper Japanese option. It's not as good, but mm-hmm. it's fucking cheap. Right. Um... Curtis has a modified 83 BMW 320 with an engine swap, upgraded brake suspension. I want to sell it, but bring a trailer is going with super clean collector's cars. Is eBay my only option to get rid of this thing? No. Forums, Bimmer Forums or whatever, Bimmer World, whatever those forums are, Mm -hmm. is a place. Craigslist, Mm -hmm. people look Mm -hmm. at Craigslist. I mean, Auto Tempest looks through a bunch of sites. I mean... Is Facebook Marketplace working yet? Facebook Marketplace is a thing. I find myself there every once in a while looking for deals. Yeah. Craigslist, you're really looking for a deal, so I don't know that that's if you're going to get any real money there. I mean, I, I don't li- necessarily I like think... Motors. Yeah, I think it's that's great. fine. In forums, you're exactly right. And I don't necessarily think Bring a Trailer is only super clean collectors either. I mean, I think you can submit the car to Bring a Trailer, and they don't take every car that gets submitted. Right. But here's a good way to get submitted, or to get accepted. Be willing to go no reserve. Right. If you're willing to go no reserve, they know you're serious. They know the car's going to sell. They know it's going to get good action. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to go, I want to sell my car and bring a trailer, but I'm not going to take more than $5 less than primo super retail price, the fuck out of here. If I approach bring a trailer and I go, yo, I'm going to go no reserve, they're going to go, you're going in on Thursday, motherfucker. Right, right. You know, so that's, that's full my Barrett Jackson. That's what Barrett Jackson does. Yeah. That's how they're selling cars. And if mentally that car is going <laughs> to, if you've mentally re- said it's time for this car to go, yeah. let the market figure out what it's worth. But when you get screwed. <laughs> you can get screwed. <laughs> like the FJ at Gooding. There was an FJ that went up at Gooding, towed FJ. And what happened? Estimate was 50 to 70. It sold for 27. Oh, no. no and reserve. he went on no reserve? Yeah. Who I don't know. Just... I didn't look at the car, but, no. you know, that does happen. So you, you said when I was careful. on your show that uh, you thought it was funny at the Bar- at Barrett-Jackson how um, uh, lacking some of the descriptors were in the catalogs oh, yeah, for yeah. some, like, primo dollar <laughs> vehicles. <laughs> Yeah, Ferrari Dinos with no. Ferrari Dino drives onto the stage, silver with tan interior. You go, hey, let's look at that. Let's look at lot 1302. And it just says 72 Ferrari Dino, <laughs> silver tan. <laughs> like, wait, what? That's it? There's that's no. All, that's all you got. Was it repainted? Is that the original color? What's the mileage? What's the history? It's sold. <laughs> 350 grand, just like that. Yeah, there were a lot of cars. Do your Why is the 918? That 918 was only bid up to 900,000. The guy next to me goes, you see the Porsche market is flat. And then Eli Kogan from Auto Storage in uh, Phoenix goes, yeah, th- I was with the guy when he blew the engine at the track. That's a replacement engine. Like, but, but that's not in the description. Not the it just says 918. <laughs> a million dollars. <laughs> Oh man! Drinking beer doesn't matter. (laughs) Sell another one. Uh, Ben Barrett on the screen, right? Just like this. What I didn't know because I was up on the stage. They have uh, they have what the seller thinks the car will go for, and then they have their estimate. Oh really? And that's the only information they have. The auctioneer has on that screen. As yeah. opposed to like RM and Gooding, where they have lots of information. Well, these guys are about get in, get them in, get them out. So right. it seems like every minute they don't. It's, it's more made about for TV. Clock. It's made for TV. No, it's made for selling shit, getting it up on stage, and then selling. Just a volume. They very rarely pause and eke out those extra bits, mm. right? Oh yeah, that's true. No, when you go to like RM or Gooding, it stalls and then they kind of let it marinate and they yeah, yeah. they ramp it up right. and they they get the extra money. But sometimes it takes kind of a while. These guys are 
volume, volume, volume. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, impressive. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, ben says uh, that I always say get the Michelins for road car tires. Is there an equivalent for motorcycle tires? I'm a first time mm. motorcycle owner. Do you know? I don't know. I honestly, I have to say I don't. I've only ever bought one set of motorcycle tires, and they were Continentals, and mm -hmm. they were fine. And that's yeah. all I can say. I'm I've sorry, I don't bought know. Them. I just ride them until they're slicks. <laughs> I, I always use whatever's on the bike, right? And I mean, I, there's got to be comparisons in like Cycle World or one of these magazines. I would start there. Or I, you can go on Tire Rack and you can read the user reviews. Mm -hmm, and like, mm -hmm. that's what I would do with regular tires anyway. I know that you, you pay, telling you to go on Tire Rack isn't the best advice, but that's literally what I would do. Um, the forums have all of these answers for you yeah. guys. Oh, here's a great one. A back in town says, what is the worst car investment you have personally witnessed? The worst car investment. Yeah, who's taking the biggest bath on a car that oh, you personally really witnessed? Don't want that information out. Right? All right, the second, the Pro second. Probably the guy with the FJ we just mentioned. Oh including. yeah, <laughs> that wasn't good. Um, boy, I can think of a few I can't talk about. Um, what about you? What do you think? The worst car investment. I mean, like, the worst investment. I mean, we when we were cars, making when sure. we were making our our movies, and this is not on a dollar amount. It's not going to be a story about a guy who lost billions of dollars. It's going to be a story about story about I purchased a Jeep Cherokee for us to use in this film, and we spent I think two thousand dollars on it, and it made it I think eighteen hours. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, it the value went from two thousand to zero. Wow! It lost a hundred percent of its value in eighteen hours. Yeah. And so, I think that's the worst investment I've ever. And then we to replace it, we bought a three hundred dollar car that made it five days. That's one of the best investments. Ferrari Daytonas have shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> They're down. About a hundred percent, right? They were up about yeah, eight hundred or nine hundred, and now they're around four hundred or five hundred. Yeah, there are a bunch of guys sitting on those. Yeah, sitting on some big losses there. And I think there's probably some people who bought some peak market SCs and Carreras that are, but that's not oh, the worst. Turbos for sure. Oh, nine nine three turbos well, or eighty nine turbos. Anything where there are production numbers of turbos have kind of gone way down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Harry says I'm going from a 2013 Viper with bolt-ons. To something in the forty to fifty thousand dollar range in order to afford more track time, I'm looking for a good street track car that won't underwhelm after the Viper. Some I have an idea. Uh, yes, maybe um, a Camaro SS One LE, which has all the cooling power in the world, a beautifully balanced chassis, a mm -hmm. naturally aspirated engine. Mm -hmm. uh, you can run a square stance, so you can rotate tires for four corners um and they are dead Great to idea. nuts reliable as yeah, track cars yeah. and you could run with you can run all day with the air conditioning on with one you and know? you live, unlike that Viper on the trap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, Vipers are great fun, but underwhelming <clears throat> is actually how a lot of people talk about them. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> no? Until they slide off and roll? <gasps> Sketchy for you? You know about <laughs> yeah, the Vipers? Yeah. They are. What was the one we drove in Detroit that we liked? The AC... Uh, uh, that was an ACR. That yeah, it was cool. crazy. I like that. Yeah. That um, I would it. say Camaro SS... Uh, it's a good idea. Or a Shelby GT350, which just has a magnificent engine. Mm -hmm. And I would I would never get tired of listening to that. But I would keep it in America. Honestly, I really would. Evan says, did you hear the new Porsche race exhaust at Daytona? 
They've ruined one of the best sounding race cars. Same with the new Corvette. Uh, I did not hear it yet at Daytona. No, no. No. I'm sorry, I haven't. And I thought the new Corvette sounded cool. The flat plane crank engine. I haven't really heard it. Race car y. Just seen it. I mean, the old Corvette was like thunder god end of the world right. you know muscle car this is higher pitched it's the flat plane so it's right, right. it sounds more like the bmw v8s and stuff like that i think the corvette sounds cool i don't know what you're talking about evan i think it's dope are they still having trouble with these corvettes making them didn't everything get slowed down oh the, there was a strike Oh, they, they, they wasn't they weren't having trouble making the c8s they couldn't start the c8s until I they see. finished the c7s and they uh, couldn't finish the c7s until the strike ended okay well it's over your workers and they are now building c8s good uh just coastin says oh uh what is your first real watch and what was your first 911 oh oh for him not ours he wants his first watch and his first 911 everyday sports watch and classic 911 the everyday sports watch you're talking about a steel water resistant watch right a Tudor black bay a rolex to know uh, ours huh i think he wants to know ours oh okay first okay fine let's just do ours then fuck it it's our show my first real watch was a rolex submariner kermit wow. the green bezel that's huge. It was dude. a gift from my dad, and I wasn't that into watches. Thanks, Dad. But when I moved out here, but he wow. always wore a Submariner, and he was like, "This is a good watch. You will have it, and it'll be a good one." And it was. It is all I wore for eight years until I met you. Wow. You my got dad, me to. My dad gave me anxiety. That's what he gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fats. Um, first nine eleven, we spoke about it. Seventy four sepia brown tan interior. Loved it horrible looking looked like baby poo brown <laughs> didn't work right but it was fantastic and first uh watch was new york tag heuer 2000 chrono oh it right? must have looked it must have aged really well <laughs> i sent that watch recently to tag heuer and said make it new and they did and i have it now and i Are haven't worn it yet and it's teeny tiny and it's you know but it was a chronograph i used to see it walking home from work and I just kept walking by it every day. And then one day I went in and I bought it like a crow. Just give me the shiny thing. Uh, I, I love that watch. Th- I'm glad you got it restored. How, did they charge an arm and a leg to restore it? No, but they did. I, I don't recall what I paid. It wasn't a big deal. But they do, you know, when you send it to a watch company. They replace shit. They replace everything. Yeah. It's got a new dial on it, the whole deal. But it looks beautiful. That's cool. It's really cool. I'm it's, surprised you wanted it restored instead of to keep the patina. You're normally a patina it's guy. It's not a collectible watch. It, it Maybe it will be someday. But it, it's kind of like when Letterman restored his Fiero and made it perfect. <laughs> right? Did he really? Yeah, he did that to a GMC pickup truck and he did that to a Fiero. It's you're preserving some yeah. a part of your life and a time in your life. So a guy, uh, a guy I know, my, actually my my dad's uh, my dad's attorney just uh, ha- paid real money to have a 1994 uh, two door Tahoe, a Chevy Tahoe two door, right. fully restored. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's, he just that he it's his like Martha's Vineyard car, and he just wanted what he wanted, and he just wanted that one but perfect it's a common restoration mistake but there are times where i'll say go do it (laughs) if it's if it's that important to you and you're actually going to drive it again remember the story of like the football player who like 
drove a Mazda protege for like <laughs> fucking eight years to save money while playing the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Mazda restored it. They Ludacris did? had a had an Acura cool. legend. Ludacris, yeah, Acura restored his legend. I like that. That's yeah. cool. And that's what that that's what that watch is to me. It's the first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll give it to my kids. Uh, Freddie is restoring the million mile Lexus eventually. Wow. Uh, Ray Lee wants to know uh, besides PCCA rent list or bring a trailer, what's another good f- source to find Porsche listings? This is my homie's uh, new business, P Car Market. It's called. It is exclusively Porsches. It's basically, I mean, look at the website. It's like mm-hmm. a flagrant ripoff of Bring a Trailer, but it's all Porsches. Yep. And they have and Porsches. And it's all about cars. It's not really about places. You find good examples anywhere, including dealers. Go to all the dealer sites. True. I also go to uh, the PCA site. Become a, a member of the Porsche Club of America. You get a little password, and you've got stuff now offered from the guys. Perfect. Who's, right? Lots of old guys selling stuff. Uh, Taylor says, I bought a Lexus ES350 as a comfy daily. Should I get Michelin PS all seasons, or would that reduce comfort and possibly increase cabin noise versus the OEM Bridgestones? I don't know one compared to the I don't know one compared to the other, but I do know that Michelin's PSs are particularly quiet mm-hmm. in general. How do you I, know that? Because I've taken off other tires from other brands and mm-hmm. put Michelin's on, and never once has it gotten louder. Wow! So that's my go. closest experience I can get for you. You can't bring tires back if you don't like them, right? They no, you, you can't that. return them. Can't that's return the problem them. with tires. That's, that's why radio. That's why the, the user reviews are actually important. Pirelli did that for me once, though. They said they returned. Like oh, them. really? Yeah, yeah. Did you send them back? No, but they, they were just offered. Thirty sixes. They were oh, okay. great. Uh, to to says, uh, Spike, do you think the twenty sixteen Spider will continue to hold a soft spot with Porsche people now that the new GT Spider and four point <clears throat> GTSs are coming? Have either of you heard the new baby four liter without the filter? I've not. I've only heard it with the filter. Well, special place. I don't quite know what that means, but the I will. The 2016 s- Boxster Spider. I know was developed apparently not by the GT Car team, whereas right. the new one is. Here's here are my thoughts. Like the world is filling up with these GT cars, right? These GT3s and these special cars and the Boxster Spiders. I they're all dangerous. If you're thinking like, will it hold its value? I I, I would say no. I I would. Uh, I just know how I buy cars. That next one that comes out, that's the one I end up wanting. And there's it w- maybe 15 years ago, when did we have the first GT3 come here to America? When the is The 997, that? that's 07. Right? Oh, no, 996, excuse me, 04. 04, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The 996 GT3, right. Yeah. And, and that's a time where you know we were dying for this car. They were only for sale in Europe, right? Now we've got them here. Or is that the GT3 RS? It's all confusing. Anyway. They fill up year after year. There's so many GT3s in this country. It's You tend to look at the new ones, and what are they going to do next? So I don't know. I would buy the newest. I would stay away from the oldest because uh, that special place will disintegrate when that new spider or special thing comes comes out from Porsche. And, yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with you. Either go old or go new. Right. And in the middle are just drivers. Buy to drive, With and the then exception of the four zero, right? <laughs> that car is spectacular. All right, fair. And get it at all costs, and make sure it's black. Fair. Uh, let's see. B Gray says, "Oh, uh, by the way, uh, just Costin before he meant my, his first watch and nine eleven. Oh, what should his, what should his first watch be? Yeah. Hmm. Today, 
All right. Well, let's avoid the Speedmaster. I don't think that's your first watch. Mm-hmm. And the, the tags, you know, it's a nice entry point. If you can afford a good- sub or a GMT Rolex, it will ruin you for other watches. That's how good and versatile they are. Yeah, maybe a 90s Submariner, right? Yes. Go for yeah. something. The transitionary know. ones. Yeah, yeah. 90s or early 2000s Super transitionary. Cool. And 911s. I, if, if, you know, it depends if you're vintage or new, but I'd be looking at 80s, 911s. Right mm-hmm. Good time great. to buy. They're fun. Um, last question from these. F- oh, two, two more questions. One. Sure. Uh, uh, B. Gray says, I mentioned years ago that I don't get sport trucks, like lowered, fast pickup trucks. Right. Uh, does mm-hmm. my opinion still stand? And what is Spike's opinion on them? Okay. I think they look cool. I have no interest in driving them. What is he they, talking about? Like the Range Rover SVRs? Like the GMC and- Cyclone and like <laughs> Ford Lightnings and Ram SRT10s and shit. Well, I was racing one on Wilshire when I got a speeding ticket two days ago, so my opinion is based on it was impressive how fast that truck was. I did beat it as I as we both went through the radar trap, and the cop just looked at us incredulous, just going, what the fuck are you guys doing? Um, you know, Russell Peters has a Lamborghini uh, Urus. I know mm-hmm. this is technically isn't a truck, and I it, it's the first of these fast trucky things that I've driven where I went, this works. I love I love that thing. I know you're not a big fan, but I find it to be. I'm one not of a the fan most- of the styling. I like how it drives. I just thought. An incredible thing. It's the only one so far that I've driven that kind of makes sense. That and the Hennessy trucks, I like the Velociraptor, actually, Velociraptor Ranger. I actually I love. think the 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 Hellcat Jeep makes a little more sense than the Urus. Actually, really, I kind of. It's very no. Merca because it's so Merca. They're two very different things. Yeah, but but you know the Hennessy Velociraptor and the Velociraptor Ranger. I, I know I, you like the Ranger. They integrated right into my yeah. life. Perfectly, yeah, yeah, you know, and I loved it. And then yeah. when I was alone. Uh, you know, I got on it and had a good time. Yeah. Um, Chris says, I have actually two more, sorry. Um, Tyler says, Spike, what are your thoughts on the 911 Porsche Sport Classic, the 991 Sport Classic? Hmm. Well, they, and they didn't bring those to the United States. Oh, was that Europe only? Yeah. Okay. And there was a kid, uh, he's out in Malibu every once in a while, introduced himself. He built one. <laughs> oh, he faked it? He a little fakey? Yeah, and it looks good. It's got the ducktail, and it's, it's got the whole look. Is you it know, just cosmetic, or is there anything mechanical I to them? I think there's a little, little horsepower. I don't, I'm not sure about that. I know Serio had one, and he imported one. You can get them in the country, I think, on show and display. Oh, I think really? there are two or three in the country. And you pay a premium for those three cars because there are only three around. But is but well, is what it, do I think? Is it worth the money? I, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, not with what they're churning out right now. You can get better stuff to drive yeah. for less money that you can have Absolutely. now without right. a headache. Yes. Speaking of Serio, I saw uh, Hannah Elliott did a nice little story in Bloomberg on yes. Serio. This is Steve Serio, Aston Martin, New England. She did a nice... Uh, piece on him, the guy who sells cars to billionaires, right? It was something yeah. like that, yeah. billion- and then a weird profile shot of the side of his yeah. face. Like that. He was very ponderous. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a really bitching car for sale right now. He's got a uh, a dark blue, blue interior, blue uh, uh, cab top, 
58 Speedster done by John Wilhoyt. Oh, really? That is all blue? With Rudge blue knockoff on blue wheels on blue on blue and blue, blue wheels. Oh, it's blue, 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 blue fucking blue. wheels? All oh, navy wow. blue. I don't know what color it is, but it, it looks dark blue. Wow. And that thing is gorgeous. That If you go to, I think, the real Bond group right now, mm-hmm. he's got that, and he's got a 57 or a 58 Speedster all original with 37,000 original miles on oh, it. Oh, wow. That's and big dollars. And crazy. Big dollars. Yeah, yeah. Last that's question, and we're going to call this show. And I gotta go eat. I'm going to go meet my friend for some ramen. Uh, there's a new Very ramen spot I'm going to check out. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. You Chris Kim's. Kids, do you? What? You don't have kids, do you? Nope. <laughs> I don't have kids, and my wife is working tonight. There Thank God. Go. Um, Chris says, uh, I've got a manual GT3 as a fun car, and my daily is a 2014 E63 Mercedes. I've been itching for something different. For some reason, I've been looking at Golf R's. I'm in Utah, <laughs> so I need a four-season car. So a four-season car. Not an E63. E63 is a muscle car, maybe something a little lighter, a little more agile, a little more nimble. I'm a big fan of the SUV in the sports car. Mm-hmm. I find when I only have two cars, that's the way to go. I, I, and to me, it would be the Range Rover Sport. Get an old used Range Rover Sport. You drive that, you relax, you have fun in the other car. Yeah, that's what I'd I say that, or Macan. I mean, it's not a good, it's not, it's not I a... I don't like those fun. as much, the, you don't? the seats, no. The seats? The seats tend to be uncomfortable in those. Really? Mm-hmm. The one I drove, I like the seats, but okay. I like, I like the Porsche cars. You may criticize the <laughs> seats. Uh, yeah, Range Rover Sports also excellent. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a Range Rover Sport. No. Unless, I, you know, I told unless you, you I live really far Mammoth, from a dealer. Right? If you live like really far from a dealer, like this fool is in Utah. I, I have had no problems with my Range Rover Sport or the one before it or the one before it. I don't. The only issue is brakes. Because they're heavy. Oh, because they go through them. Pads, and if you don't do the pads, you end up doing the rotors. <laughs> but that's about it. And yeah. then maybe one or two little air conditioning issues. That was it. I love them. Uh, and in fairness, my mother's Jaguar from the same company also works perfectly. Right. We've had no problems with right. that. Right. Um, thank you, Spike and Steen. This has been uh, fun. Spike Ferriston on the gram. Follow that fool. You might. This. When was this photo taken of you, Spike? <laughs> an old photo. Is it an old photo? I That's a car so. matchmaker photo. That's probably. a car matchmaker photo. Yeah, it's really nerdy looking. Uh, I mean, Spike's car radio is the podcast win. on Podcast One. Now on Spotify and Spotify. Follow us on Spotify is what we're supposed to tell everyone. Oh, I'm so jealous oh, you got to hang out with right. Kevin Pollock because I fucking love that dude. He was hilarious. Great. We have a show with Jerry coming up. We have uh, we have uh, Russell Peters. I just told you and uh, and. And the guy from Tesla, the show you and I did, right? Oh, no, yeah. No, from Bollinger. Oh, yeah, from uh, Robert Bollinger. Yes. That was an interesting show. That was fun. I liked Robert. I thought he was an interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. He had and, a good story. And Willie T. Ribs, we're posting him Wednesday. Oh, you know, you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Carolla made a documentary about him. Yeah, race car yeah, driver. he came yeah. on. Best it's name good. ever. Yeah. Best fucking name ever. It seemed made up. Uh, it almost guy. does, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to us, folks. We've got uh, more shows this week. Let's see. Tomorrow... Uh, wait, today's Monday. Sorry. Uh, third, uh, Wednesday, I've got Dr. Robert Watkins coming in. Dr. Watkins actually did my back surgery. He is one of the best neurosurgeons in the country. He works on NFL athletes, Cirque du Soleil performers, Olympians. His office is wall to wall photos of athletes <laughs> and stuff who wow. he's saved. And he's going to be talking about, um, 
you know, how to keep your back in good shape while doing a lot of driving because it's not just me and it's not just because I'm fat. Our good friend Zach Clapman, who is the fittest person ever, eats brown rice and fucking broccoli all the time. He's always at the gym. He's now having the same kind of back problems I'm having, and it's all from driving. So yep. Dr. Watkins is going to talk about that. And then on Thursday, we've got Alex Roy and David Morse coming in studio. David Morse was a participant in the 1982 and 1983 U.S. Express proper. Like the real mm. cannonball run shit. Wow. And this guy rules. He's great. So they're coming in. That's this week on the live show. There you Thank go. you, Spike. You want to plug anything else? That is it, my friends. See me on okay. Instagram. I'm happy to answer your questions there. Spike will be on the gram. Thanks, folks. The Smoke Entire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. All you need is a microphone, a connection to the internet, and ideally something to say. Good night. <laughs>